talk about my feelings, uh, I might start to reveal Makes ways feel a little bit closer to who I am. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, right. Look at you. Uh, I can see uh, you again. Yeah, look at, look at you. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> look at me. Look at you. Oh, man. Wow. Here we are again. Yeah, look at you. You're a little grayer. You got it. You got You got that, uh, that Carilla De- DeVille fucking gray slice the gray slice the gray slice of life yeah yeah i lost my light i put in a new light bulb last night and then i realized it was one of those fucking like clinically blue i hate those fucking things like oh those it's a blue natural lights. daylight yeah, yeah. The daylight bulb yeah. yeah they should call it like the murderous light I, yeah I, it's severely uncomfortable them. yeah it gives you a nice I feel like, you feel like you're in a hospital and yeah, that. it's very institutional. And, and then, uh, and then, so then I found another one that was like that warm, you know, one. And yeah. then I realized, I was like, I, re- I realized why, because I was like, why haven't I been using this? And then it was on for a while, and it started going, like flickering and shit. So, so it was like a candle. Yeah, pretty much, exactly. So, but yeah, I got to get new ones. Local hardware store went to go buy them. They wanted like thirty-eight dollars. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Well, that's the thing. These new light bulbs, because they uh, last longer and of they're course. LEDs and all this stuff, they charge uh, arm and a leg for a yeah, fucking light bulb. Yeah, you go to Home Depot, you, know? you get them for like 18 bucks for the same, yeah. you know, five pack or whatever, a six pack or whatever it was. Six pack, yeah. Yeah, go to Home Depot, get a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's been a dog's age. Yeah, it's been a while. For you and I. Mm-hmm. You know, so much has happened. So much has gone down. You know, between. Yeah, it I mean, feels we, like it's it, been like a year. <laughs> it's, it's been nearly a quarter of a year. You could, I think it's safe safe to say it's been about almost nearly a quarter of a year. If we yeah. if we go back, because we we talked briefly. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll talk for a time, while, but yeah, yeah, just to catch up on things and get things off our chest. But it 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 turned out to be the kind of talk that we don't share with the public. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's a little too personal. We don't mind getting personal, but this was a little too personal. Yeah, went, all, went all over the map. The uh, but within that time, you had a a solo show. Uh, out in- uh, no, 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 no. It was not a solo. Oh, show. a, a two person show. Two person show. A two person show. That's yeah, right. I was a show in Berlin, the first time in five years. So that was a that was a big deal for yeah. me to go back and sort of reclaim my relationship with the city that I left on bad terms because of somebody else, not anybody, uh, uh, not the city's fault. Just mm-hmm. one one damaging human being who manages to be able to do a lot of damage on her own. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I revealed the gender of her um and uh but it was, it was a fantastic trip you know in a nutshell so and, but but while i was there you know so, uh, there there was so many things i wanted to talk to you about besides the whole like trip that was happening and 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 and, and everything but the, there was also the whole um during december there was a, the 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 miami art basel we usually touch base during that to, to share our Oh, that's our right. disgusts about things in, in our Basel and whatnot in the politics. Yeah, they have one going on in L.A. this this week. I forget what art fair it is, but some big art fair. Yeah, yeah, it was actually or this just, weekend, right? Or this, right, yeah. right now, it's going on. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I, 
right now it's happening. The LA Art Fair where everybody's just like really. Just... <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Come on. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. But, you know, we didn't get a chance to, to, to even talk about this this fiasco of the Miami Art Fair of this banana taped it's, to the oh, wall. That's. Okay, that's where that. Oh, of course, that's where that fucking happened. At yeah, you know. Well, it seems like every year now, like maybe just starting three years ago, there's like one gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> and we didn't even get to share our feelings. And this people should be ashamed out. of themselves to even like you know, <laughs> like I seen a bunch of people reposting it too. It's like why? Yes. Like like this is the thing, people. I'm, we're not going to get into politics, but I just want like, 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 but like that, like the Trump shit, like people posting about it and that have this hatred. It's like you're just fueling this fucking yeah. fire, and it's the same thing with these, like people. Everybody was making memes about the banana thing and posting about it. It's just like you know, that's why this shit becomes to be this fucking pop culture. Or I don't, I don't know if it's pop culture, whatever that's the fuck it is, it but it blows yeah. up and it and ends up being this fucking thing. It's because you guys fuel that fucking fire. And meanwhile, it's like you know, it, you know, again, you know, Duchamp's urinal, right? Fucking fountain. It had purpose. It had meaning. It had. It, it. It was the first thing that anything was ever done. Something like that, you know. You know. And I'm not trying to compare a fucking tape banana to a fucking wall as as, as to Duchamp's fountain. You know. Not that I fucking think that that shit's some holy fucking grail thing, anyways, right? Yeah. And it's a fucking. Yeah. But I love the idea of it. You know. Yeah. Um, this is art. You know. But the the, the repeated uh, you know imitation and joking and tongue in cheek. You know what? It reminded me of uh, the shit. Fucking- no, the Macarena. To me, it was like everybody's who's doing the Macarena is doing this banana meme thing, and 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 their comments about it, or their version of it, and their you know their joke. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're 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 ridiculing it, but that's sort of the purpose of it, you know. You're breathing exactly. life into the whole exactly. thing, exactly. And and it's not like oh, don't do that. That's going to stop happening. That's going to happen. But the fact that this kind of behavior has bled into the art mainstream the underground art main mainstream because there's no underground the underground art doesn't you don't see it it doesn't get a chance it's it's hidden it's there in those scenes that you live in as an artist that are like oh how come nobody knows our work because you're underground you know or or it's surviving in 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 a like self you know sufficient uh, scene of art but once you know mainstream underground is pretty common like it's it's cool it's hip it's well, trendy it's nothing's fucking but underground it's all over anymore the place. it's like you know what i mean yeah. I, I, I mean i mean but, but, i mean but, once but you're hitting that, that fucking world you're no longer underground anymore anyways yeah. i mean it's but you that know that sort of behavior that sort of behavior what you didn't reckon you didn't see happening so much as, as now it's like it's just pretty common common behavior in 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 the artists to to, to do these tongue in cheek yeah. pranks it's going to stop When's it gonna it's stop? Not, it's not. It's not gonna stop. It's 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 part of it's part of the uh, vernacular now. When's the appreciation gonna come back? I mean, I'm. It's there. I'm joking, but like no, it's just, the appreciation it's, it's for actually making yeah. artwork. You know, the actual. Well, not. But just you know, craftsmanship, time. Yeah. Spent into something. Well, there's there's a slight. I think I feel this push and pull of balance between appreciation for, for the process and, and these sort of archaic processes, like how even black and white photography is getting more popular again in the dark room and people <clears throat> appreciating the process of, of drawing and like, but, 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 
But it's, my thing it's is, it, is it happening in that world, though? Like, is it happening oh, in that no. world? Because of that course, world of course, there's just a, about, no, yeah, it's just, of that course, there's appreciation just about for moves, about making moves, about popularity and trend, making things yeah, yeah, that yeah. viral, yeah. you know, bleh, so that it's, it's a sellable commodity, yeah. you know, just introducing like finance to that, like the fact that that somebody bought that concept or bought the idea because you can't really buy an old banana but no. they bought that piece of work that was a certificate that ownership of that is is a joke it's like mm-hmm. somebody's making fun of but they're actually you know the jokes on all of us including the artists who are the concept behind that you know mm-hmm. it's 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 like we get it it's a it's also preaching to the choir you're trying to like make fun of something but it's like yeah but you're making fun of yourself you're making fun of us you, and you're not getting anywhere you're not actually making any progress you're just somebody's pushing money around and it's it's yeah, yeah yeah there's no greater good to be had from any of it it's just making a joke of the whole thing it's like hard enough to make a, a living as an artist and being treated as a lazy joke as a cop-out artists have this fucking reputation of being like you know you know too good to be part of normal society or too lazy to be part of normal society. And, and then you get some, some fucking Riddler like this comes along and does this banana <laughs> prank. And it's like, yeah, you know what? You just more f- fuel to the fire of like how difficult it is to make a fucking living doing some honest to goodness artwork, uh-huh. you know, good old down home artwork, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. El- elbow grease artwork. None of this fucking like, how can I out Banksy Banksy or how can I, out you know whatever it's, it's just a, fucking, it's a fucking joke man it's a joke it's the fucking you know and 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 i will say i'm a complete hypocrite because i just exactly what i said at the beginning of this conversation we just what's did that? what's that <laughs> we gave, we gave fuel to talk about it you know oh, i look because i i was i was putting down people that were posting about it and all that other shit like that and i'm like well right. i just did exactly what i just said well, that's why do. it's so easy to do something like that because yeah. in order to respond to it, positive or negative, you're responding to it, yeah, exactly. and that you know. So, and that's all they really need is the response. Mm-hmm. That's why when you when you buy that thing, you're not even buying a thing; you're buying that the a certificate of the thing. Yeah. Like a a really, photo- you're buying a really oh. deep concept and idea. You're, you're buying you're yeah you're buying <laughs> bragging rights. It's just bragging rights. Yeah. It's like that rich pharma scumbag who wanted to buy the Wu Tang album, you know, because oh, you know, I didn't just know about this. this, you know, this was years ago before he even went to, you know, jail for that. It's like it's just bragging rights. It's just yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. King it's of tro- the like like a trophy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's playing King of the Mountain with a bunch of douchebags. Yeah, you know, except they they storm the fucking room and and they're like, oh, we're all artists and we're all, you know, this is what art, you know, it's like. You fucking young upstart prankster type punkers, you ruined it for everyone, you dumb yeah. fucks. Thank you very much. And and fuck you, Perry Farrell, for making alternative music so fucking mainstream with your Lollapalooza <laughs> ash cow. You ruined it in the eighties. Okay. Uh, you know what though? Every you know, when something's good, it's eventually gonna just blow up anyway. I mean, you know. I Maybe. like well, you know, that type of music. I mean, you couldn't help it for sure. getting popular, you know. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, but 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 it just you, you yeah. brought you brought you but invited you invited the vampire in the house. You fuck. You know? <laughs> it was you. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, yeah, anyway, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. I mean, you know, that's great. That's the great thing about just being numb and fuck. <laughs> 
yeah, Co- coasting through life as a, you know. every once in a while you feel like you want to feel like uh, alive or part of something or part of you know you know part of a, a group of people or society or the earth or humankind yeah, you whatever. are you are every though. time you peek your head out the fucking window you're like reminded how horrible it is to be a human being you know mm-hmm. it's like because of how people behave and what what we're up against in order to just try to live a normal more clean moral life you know yeah, yeah. like good luck trying not to be a dick it's 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 so hard yeah but to you not just you know clo- close yourself off from everything and just <laughs> yeah i do but then i get all fucking crazy in my head and i'm easily set off you know i'm know. a lot more easily set off than i used to be and i think a lot of it is because i don't spend enough time getting things off my yeah. chest yeah, you know, or getting out. You know, I kept good. on telling myself all week, "I'm gonna go to the museum. I'm gonna go to the museum." Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Tuesday. Okay, I'll. I'll go Wednesday. Oh, I'll go Friday, and then you know, mm. I'm uh, playing that game. I'm. Yeah. I'm supposed to go Monday. Yeah, I'm gonna try to go Monday too. I got so a membership. We can text each other. Hey, man, yeah, I'm looking at this. this That's why friends are good because we can push each other to do this shit, yeah. and then we can hold each other, you know, responsible and 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 for for when we when we slip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's not like you're. Gonna hey, get man, you told me, man, you were gonna go to the MFA, bro. What happened? You know, the only the, you only run the risk of disappointing your friend, which yeah. is fine because friends will get over it. <laughs> But you know, friends let a, friends disappoint friends. I just got a membership to the museum, and I told myself I want to go at least once a year, once a once a year. <laughs> like, What's See, Freudian slip. I Freudian. I, I just predicted my, my yeah, yeah. The, uh, the outcome. <laughs> I can't hide my true self from you, David. But I want to go at least once a month, and yeah. it's February. But I gave myself, uh, you know, a little reprieve. Oh, January is so hard. Yeah, you lazy fuck. I should have gone. I didn't. Yeah, I want to go. I'm going to try Monday. Well, it's only the eighth, so there you go, eighth of February. Yeah, which means taxes are coming up. I don't real want to soon. even talk about it. No. Okay. No, I feel like <laughs> we just had this conversation January 2019. Like, oh, we have to do our taxes. Uh, oh God, yeah. So what else has gone on? I mean, we, we we've we've done trips. We've seen family. We've gone mm-hmm. away. We've done work. Yep. Great. Keep All said busy, and done, going, hitting it, hitting it hard. Trying to, Hitting it. you know, yeah, grinding, I guess. Doing the grind. I've, I closed down my shop in November oh. because I was going to be away. Of course, you yeah. know, and there's no way For to like, like do two months shipping. almost. Yeah, it's been since November, and now November, December, January, three what? months. It's uh, been closed. Oh, you so you haven't even opened? It. Did you open it up in February? Mm-mm, it's oh, still wow. closed. I've I've taken all focus off of this the shop because. You know, historically, the, this the shop has probably been open for since 2014 or 15, something like that, or earlier than that, because I was selling those uh, since 2013. I started doing Village in a Can. That's when I started using Big Cartel for that. Mm-hmm. But using the shop as a, like a, a sort of main focus was after I moved from New York. Mm-hmm. And so for the past what, like six years. Yeah, relying. because back when you were in New York, you were only did the village in the can. I think for online, yeah. like you know, online stuff and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple small prints yeah. or whatever. But and this is the first time, you know. It, so um, I've noticed over the years from the data that it collects that this is the slowest time of year. So it's the safest time for me to sort of not pay attention to the shop mm-hmm. because 
Uh, if I pay attention to the shop and it's still too slow, I, I'm, I, I need to focus on making some paintings and sure. making some, you know, yeah. instead of worrying. Because, yeah, I'm going to worry, but I'm not going to make the fucking money anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I thought also, too, I mean, you were gone for almost two months. So you were, mm -hmm. you know, kept it closed, like, originally for that reason, too, you know. Yeah. I don't think I've ever closed my shop. I've always had it open, but. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get it going. Um in March. Yeah. And like, because I have been working on stuff for the shop, but you know, I'm not, I'm not ready to release it until I'm ready to pay attention to the shop. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. from the, you know, the, the advertisements for it or, or for, you know, posting, you know, promotion, yeah. whatever, and to be ready to start packaging if anything sells. So I'm, uh, I'm, I decided to, you know, just don't worry about it February, just do it in March mm -hmm. and, you know, release some new stuff then mm -hmm. when I can pay attention. In the meantime, I'm just making, you know, besides a few small things, making some paintings, yeah, making big, some new big paintings. paintings too. Yeah. I, I wanted to go big. I'm trying this new, um, approach where I take a bunch of drawings and then I kind of get smaller and smaller and smaller. You know, like really quick, because I was doing a lot of drawing in Berlin because there's a lot of downtime. And during that downtime, uh, you know, whether it was jet lag or just I can't sleep, you know, it's odd hours when it's there's nothing else to do but sit in the room and draw. So mm -hmm. I did piles of drawings. A lot of the drawings were things that I've been thinking about over the year, as well as letting new stuff sort of happen. Mm hmm. And uh, taking those drawings, repeating them, and then taking really tiny pieces of paper, and whatever of the the things that really stuck in my head, making versions of those so that they're just like one or two shapes and one or two colors, and just repeating. So I'm doing like these little like imprints of these drawings to get sort of like an idea of the the layout of a painting, the aesthetical mm -hmm. layout, the placement and and basic color palette. And then taking those drawings and blowing up really big to paintings. So I've been doing this sort of like shrinking and then enlarging. Technique. It almost sounds like you're mathematically like, you know, figuring out a problem, like, like not yeah, a problem, but you know what I mean? Like what, how yeah. you do it math or whatever, where it's like you're building this, you know, uh, infrastructure in order to get mm -hmm. to the actual and yeah, like I'm making maps and charts itself. and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm sort of getting like filtering it through all different That's lenses cool. and then yeah. blowing it up big. So I, I wind up when I'm doing the larger one, I have this familiarity already with the, with already the thought that's in my idea, the concept from the drawings that I've done over and over, how it works in rectangles, horizontal, you know, vertical, square, large, small, simple, complex, and just working it out till I hit that note that resonates the, the best and then harping on that over and over and over and over and then boom, do it big. Yeah. And that's how I've been doing it. You don't this, get nervous that it's going to lose. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's, uh, at the moment, the spontaneity. Yeah, you mean? yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like not the spontaneity necessarily. Um, but just like the life, I guess, where it's just like, you're, you're, you know, like the deal is, is like you, for instance, you say a word, and you mm -hmm. keep on repeating that word. That word becomes yeah, to have no meaning anymore. Meaning. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah it's just I know like, what you mean. Yeah. So it's no, no, that's, it's, just, is, it's interesting. You know, this does. I if certain things will fall off the wayside, I just don't turn those into to larger paintings. Mm -hmm. 
know, they sort of like whatever needed to get done got done in that process of drawing, mm-hmm. or I wasn't thrilled up, uh, thrilled enough about it. But what I've noticed happened is some of the things I expected to become paintings wound up not becoming, and some of the simpler, yeah, spontaneous funny. ideas, those are the ones that I've latched onto and became larger paintings. Yeah. Because we, we talk about how that about, works, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Well, I'm just trying a different approach because a lot of times we talk about how ideas, we, we, we never get to them because we forget about them or they get buried in sketchbooks or piles of drawings, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, this, I'm trying to sort of, I'm, I'm like, I've got like a, a, a different eye, a third eye looking for that, that one on the side, the peripheral. Mm-hmm. gets away you know instead of the common common that i'm used to like seeing that one flash that sticks out and like harping on that it's like okay normally i would just you know let this just be a quick easy sketch that i liked that is sort of like off the and beaten path let go of it yeah or yeah, or yeah. let it be a sketch or, or yeah something. it was just not something that seems like part of the crowd that i'm already you know been doing it seems a little bit off and focusing on those mm-hmm because they have something about it that I really like that only works in a sketch, you know, because of the simplicity, because of the, the quick immediacy of it. And then just trying to harness it. It's, it's, it's a bit like I'm, ba- I'm paddling, you know, you know, against the, 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 the flow, but yeah, but uh, it's, it's a, just a, an experiment. It's a new way. I'm just trying like it. new way and I'm enjoying the results. I feel like, you know, it, yeah, I, it is a lot of repetition, but I, I'm not, I'm not beating it to where I'm bored. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying many different approaches, and then trying to put all those into a painting at, at the end. Mm-hmm. Eh, eh. So that's that's what I've been doing with the time. Instead of focusing on the shop, I'm letting my head sort of really get lost in it, so yeah. that after days and days and days and weeks of really just having my head sunken into it. I'm not distracted by oh shit I have to you Ship know up or yeah or I have to make something new because I need the money it's like I do need the money still yes I was able to get a bit of a, a break after doing the 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 show because I was able to pay off a little bit of this and I have a little bit of ease mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know the same fucking threat is right around the corner yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough go, man. <laughs> it's yeah, you're, you're, you're trying to put the logs in the fire. Oh, my God, it's going out. I got to fucking relight it. I got to get over here and do well, this. I got to do this, you know. Well, this experiment is forcing me to up. try a new, another experiment to see what happens when I open the store again next. Mm-hmm. You know, is the work gonna that I put in the store going to be affected by my focus on my art now that maybe it'll be better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I can't see through other people's eyes, you know how they're well, going to react to the next yeah, you can't look through other people's eyes. I mean, I think it's going to be better regardlessly yeah. because of this whole new process that you're doing. And you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a, 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 a different path and a different elevation yeah. to, you know, I hope that carries through in the work and yeah. it's something that seems a little bit more exciting. Cause I want, I want new and exciting feeling to, you know, to, to be part of the work so that people don't, so I'm not repeating. Yeah. It's not the same for sure. Yeah. Sure, or it doesn't feel the same. I mean, I'm sure yeah, it's not and without the same changing, else. yeah, we're yeah. not going to start doing like you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, no, no, better off. The, uh, um, yeah, man, that, that's the, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely, uh, 
you know, uh, more aware of that than ever, you know, the whole, like, um, just in the sense of trying to just do what I want to do and not focus right. on anything else, you know, you know, I mean, however, I'd like, I am doing the opposite where I am kind of focusing. I'm trying to get at least one small painting done and, you know, once a week at least, or yeah, sometimes yeah. two a week or something to be able to maintain living, yeah. you know, yeah, and that's the thing know, that buying food it. and having yeah. a roof over my head. But, uh, but then also working on finishing up other, other commissions and, and, uh, getting back in, you know, starting new commissions and, 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 and playing around with, uh, you're doing, a, you're doing a, a lot of commissions. Yeah, I am, I am, year, I am right? taking a break from shows and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, I've postponed shows and, um, mm -hmm. and I'm just, I got to go where I know that I'm guaranteed to make a living. So, right. uh, and unfortunately, as many artists know, uh, a gallery sometimes can be very, uh, unpredictable because you're, yes. you, you don't know, you know? So, right. um, as long as the commissions keep coming in, then I will keep taking them because, yeah. uh, you know, right. and, and, and as long as I have my freedom to do, you know, what it is that I want to do, you know, for mm -hmm. the client or whatever. So, right. uh, but yeah, so hopefully that's going to keep on working out. <laughs> are you finding, are you finding it easier to, to do commissions as the more you do them? Because yeah, they, I'm getting a lot difficult task. I'm, yeah. I'm getting a lot better of an idea of, of how to go about them, you know, like, like how to work them out, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, actually working on them, as well as payment wise and all that stuff like that, uh, which I've, you know, was never really good about before. And that right. usually I would just do something and then get, you know, the, uh, you know, wait, wait, wait until the end and stuff like that, mm. uh, before I, you know, got the money and all that stuff. But now I go about it differently. And, um, also the hardest thing though, that I'm coming to find is that letting go because, uh, mm. I'm painting, you know, if I'm doing something for the shop or if I'm doing something for a gallery, whether it's group show, solo show, doesn't matter. It's, there's no, uh, there's no anticipation that I feel on the other end. Right. Because, because it's just, it's something that I did and that's what it is. You know, where if somebody's getting a commission, uh, and, and, and by the way, I mean, it's something that I did, and if you like it, then, you know, you can purchase yeah. it or whatever, right? Right, And yeah. then with a commission, it's more of, like, somebody's expecting something, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I mean, and not that they are, but this is something that I just put on myself, you know? So it's like, well, I want to make sure it's the best that I can it can possibly be, and, like, sure. you, know, you know, so. Yeah, so yeah it's I, hard. I think that's it's the only a, thing I find difficult about it, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a sharper focus on you and that one person. There's, there's no... There's no removing yourself from the direct, you know, conversation with that particular person, mm -hmm. and you start to think about that person or what they're, what they like, and they're, you know, it, it, it can be, it can, can contaminate the the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can get know? daunting in that kind of way, but it's hard. Yeah, it's but hard. I think that'll get easier. You know, I mean, I really, I, I've very rarely did commissions before in the past because, mm -hmm. I, you know, I just. I don't know. I didn't want to do them. Yet. And you were focusing on shows and shows. Doing, yeah. 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 So, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. If I could just keep on doing this and that'd be amazing, you know? So, yeah. you know, but good. Yeah. Good yeah. God. That's it. Good God. Jesus. Louisus. <laughs> yeah, man. As long as we keep just, I mean, staying focused is so hard right now. 
be, be, it's besides you know making a living you can't help but get bombarded by the stressors of the world yeah. you know the, these these accumulating sort of disasters yeah happening that it's so hard to remove yourself from 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 like whether or not a lot of the the stress is you know self-induced or calculated to keep you you know feeling suppressed and and fear fearful and and paranoid or is it or there are some real serious bullshit things I, going on I think a lot of it's self-induced you know what I mean like even even like even if you're running into a situation towards the end of the month and you don't have money to pay your bills or whatever even though that's a real fucking thing, you know, it's mm-hmm. still self-induced of how loud, how far you allow yourself to stress out over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that the same way with the politics and everything, like it, it's, just, I, I, I mean, not the same way because that's different because you're allowing yourself to read this shit or like yeah. or or watch the news or 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 watch debates or whatever the fuck it is, mm-hmm. and that and that's that's some bullshit self-induced shit, you know, but, yeah. but it's hard, you know, but at the same time, it's hard because you, you love you know, with politics side of it. You love your country. You love where you're from and that, and you want it to be the best that it can be. So it's hard not to let that shit fucking, yeah. you know, uh, fuck you up. But, yeah. And it, and everybody's affected somehow. And it creates this, uh, elephant in the room always mm-hmm. of like how, when you see somebody, you're like, how are you? Oh, yeah, I'm good, but I'm pissed. Yeah, because yeah, well, you're not really pissed, good. Um, yeah, yeah, because somehow somebody, you know, you, it's it, there's so few degrees of separation between getting affected by a lot of the the garbage that's happening, either in politics or some of the you know the the disasters that are happening around the world. Yeah, that's... It's burning up, you know, forests in Australia and or. Or California, or or you know floods and storms and this and that, or sicknesses. Everyone's like, you know, super paranoid about sickness. So it's it's hard not to not to carry that that sure. stress, yeah. you know. And um, how 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 do you bring yourself down yeah. off that? How do how yeah. do you bring yourself down off that? Yeah. fucking stress. There's absolutely nothing I can fucking do about it. <laughs> other than you know other than sure there's great causes that are that are happening right now in australia with like you know people you know helping fund things and auctions mm-hmm. and all great stuff like that so i mean that stuff you can definitely do stuff about and try to lend sure. your hand and pitch in or donate money and all that stuff but right certain things though it's just like i got no you know this fucking new virus thing that's going around i got no control over like you know i gotta take the train it's plain and simple. That's it. You yeah, know I mean, it's I mean, like a lot, I can't, a lot, of, a lot you know. of the fallout from that is is uh, a lot of the fallout is 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 excessive paranoia, uh, excessive like uh, racism, and and sort of like this weird. However, they do say that they do say what's going to end up eventually taking us out is another virus. So. Well, yeah, <laughs> they only have history on their side to prove that. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so so maybe yeah, but, so maybe you know, this is the one people <laughs> i don't know man uh, aids was pretty bad in the 80s yeah. that was really like you know yeah. that was fucking us up pretty hard that was, yeah horrendous yeah 
I don't know. Uh, whatever. I'm, I'm no doctor. Yeah. But I mean, just so it, with that, though, I mean, or not with that, but I just like, that's the way that I fucking try to cope with. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I got no control. I got no fucking control. So you control, you have, you, you have control uh, starting with yourself yeah. and what you do with, with the information that you have about whatever's going on. Yeah. Uh, it, but there's so little time to process anything. Before the next fucking thing comes along, comes, yeah, that's that's the hard part. Is we, I don't feel like we're getting enough chance to sort of process stuff before hey, I feel we like jump you're on a fucking thing. racquetball in a fucking yeah. racquetball court or some shit. It's like you're hitting me with a with a with a with a virus. I'm still like you know I'm still gun control over here. I'm like wait a second, yeah. you know, <laughs> dead dead kids in schools. What about that? You yeah. know what? What about you know illegal? incarceration you know there's so much there's so much yeah. anyway ah yay oh. <laughs> yeah the lighter side of things oh nothing helps <laughs> uh a break a break from a break from it all break from it all mm-hmm. well that's Deep. what the paintings are for the most part you know yeah you yeah know? and then I, so i have a lot of breaks <laughs> because <laughs> i keep myself pretty busy so. do you find it hard and i know not you to, do too what, do, what's that do you, find, do you find it hard not to put some of the the feelings and thoughts about the things in the world into your work of course I do. You're, yeah but it's always like so it's always told uh, I, I mean in a different you know way but it's there for sure you know yeah like you know something that uh is showing one thing means something else you know or else or else you just take the literal you know, obvious meaning of it by seeing it, but it could mean something completely different, you know, mm. for me. But I don't expect anybody else to get that out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but, you know, I'm, 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 uh, yeah, I, I, I never do things literal for the most part. I mean, here and there I've had to because of like a certain show or something, but, you know, like mm. a group show that had a theme for something like that. But actually, only one thing, I think it was that war show that we both did back yeah. in, uh, the, you know, that Woodstock. Woodstock, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I think that was the most literal thing I've ever done. You know, it's always very uh, subdued within the work. Yeah. You know. Yeah, your narrative is. Yeah. You're pretty fantastic. similar. Yeah, yeah. Interpret. It could be interpreted. Interpreted. It could be interpreted very differently depending on the the the, the mood of the viewer. Yeah, almost like those those you know uh, cautionary tales, you know of uh, children's tales. They tell stories of this and that, and uh, you know the, the the House of Candy. What is it, Hansel Gretel? All those kind of stories. Yeah. They have they have a, a, a literal story happening, but there's all these underpinnings that 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 tell these morals and and but, cautionary things. Yeah, it's like all the fiction and biblical work, you know. Also, like the, like one of my heroes, <laughs> Bruegel. You know, yeah. he's all his paintings had a lot of social commentary that were going on inside his paintings, but in a playful, making fun of way. You know, you know what I was wondering this? I just watched a documentary, like I, you know, like on YouTube, watching all these different art documentaries, right? Yeah. And and, yeah. Th- and this came to my thought, and I, I already think I know exactly the answer for it. Okay. But um, because I remember your story about discovering Bruegel, but yeah, why? Why Bruegel and not Bosch? Not not to say you don't love Bosch's work, but like oh, for me, yeah, just because I found you know there's a very 
you know, he is like the predecessor of Bosch, you know, Broich. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What, what did he count? I mean, he came quite a while after Bosch. I right? don't know. I don't know. When I look back at those those painters, like a hundred years seems like nothing. Yeah, yeah, it seems like ten ten years or something. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, ten minutes later. Here comes blah blah blah. <laughs> but why why my attraction to Bruegel over Bosch? Yeah, the same. Well, I do love Bosch, you know, as a disclosure for sure, and I do like Bruegel better. I think Bruegel's work is less. Uh, direct from like biblical mm-hmm. situations uh, he's done a yeah. few like things that are you know that are d- biblical but he's his 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 take was a lot more um uh you know a poetic and within the now too nostalgic yeah as well as like uh, this this commentary of social structure of the yeah. peasant class exactly. usually usually it was the you know the lower class people that he was doing like peasant weddings and dances and festivals and kids playing in the kids games and he would have all these tongue in cheek you know um uh, renditions of of like limericks and stuff like that that he would paint out limericks so let's say like a house you know whose shingles of bread some stuff like that like he would paint them out these sort of little limericks that that you know the uh, the the working class or poor poor class would be part of there every day. Mm-hmm. I I like because it is a little more playful, you know. Even though it's still dark because it was portraying a you know kind of a harsh life, mm-hmm. you know, of the peasants, the hunters, the and and um, but it was also romanticizing it with their weddings and their and their ice skating and then. And the and the festivals and stuff like that, so it was kind of like this morbid, little melancholy, you know, sad. But there were people living in the sad world, and they were living through it without being sad. Sure, yeah. you know, they were celebrating and they're doing the thing, and they looked and, and the faces were ugly, and the characters were all like really like grotesque in a way, mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. But they were still jovial, dancing and hugging and and all this. And 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 Bosch, on the other hand, is a little bit too. Not not that I dislike it, but a lot of the the, the work was you know, um, a little Jesusy. Yeah, yeah, very biblical. Bit, yeah, sure. A little bit too much from the Bible. Although I do love his paintings, renditions of Hell and the Garden of Earthly Delights. And all this kind of stuff like that, and his technique and style, and you know, was, I think a little bit uh, looser, even in a lot of ways, his brush strokes were very you know, loose, yeah. And well, yeah, and and Bruegel is probably more more illustrated, cartoony, you know, in a way, like not that he was his stuff looked like cartoons, but the the paintings were more like the stories were like little like comic strips, yeah, you know. More than like these red pages of the of of a biblical text, I think that's why I, yeah. I lean towards Bruegel. Nice, nice, yeah, um, yeah. That's what I, you know. I was figuring that. I was also figuring the the you know it was your first, your, you you know like you seen that book when you were a child, so that was like kind, mm. kind of your first, uh, you know, to, to your beginning to. It was my to my see. first conscious. Yeah. like reaction their earlier reactions like an earlier reaction i had to art was probably van gogh his mm-hmm. sunflowers because my my parents had sort of like a knockoff um sunflower uh painting hanging over our front door for decades 
And that was something that I associated with home. And the colors are like brown and yellow. Like it was nothing bright and vibrant, not like a starry night or anything like that. It was like, it was a very dull and depressive palette, but it was something (laughs) that, you know, it was my, it was, it made me feel comfort because it was home. Yeah. It's where it was hanging over the front door of of our house for so long. So that was probably an earlier unconscious like connection with the art. But as far as like becoming a fan, the first art artist I was a fan of was, was definitely Bruegel. Bruegel. And it's still with me. Didn't yeah. come back until my thirties, where I was like, you know, well, start to get you start to get like interested and bored with with yourself and the art. I I know I do. I get bored with myself or repeating or this and that. So I try to find reasons why do I do this? What, what's the point? What am I doing? Like, what are the what's 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 moving these mechanics? What's making me do this? And that's when I started focusing on childhood, you know, and um, pulling things like Richard Scarry. Like really going as far back as I can. Those those uh, those kids books with the golden spine. They're like hard oh, covered. Yeah, yeah. Of thing. course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know? they, they made everything back in the day. Like anything yeah. from Disney to you know, yes. uh, like Hans Christian, fucking Anderson, or and, whatever the fuck yes. his name is, yeah. and all those things. Yeah, and, and and like going through, like you know, usually eBay is a great source for that. People selling old ones and trying to find the covers of the ones that like I unconsciously recognize. Yeah. And then going into those pages and looking at those pictures and being like, yes, this is why I think a witch looks like this. This is why I think, you know, yes. yeah. you know, yeah. and trying to get those, the, the, the colors and the form and the shape and start to have an understanding why I'm creating stuff like that. And then I was focusing heavier on the Bruegel again, you know, mm-hmm. why I'm obsessed with the Tower of Babel. And the first time I, you know, I did the Tower of Babel was with the Goldmine Shithouse, a collaborative mm-hmm. because... I was too self-conscious to do it myself. Like I, it was so far removed from what I was doing. I was just doing this figurative photographic work and I wanted to make a painting, mm-hmm. you know, but I was too scared. Mm-hmm. And then I did it with the shit house and it felt so good. So I started doing it on my own and that's, you know, it sort of snowballed from there. From there yeah. yeah. You know? Hence the one that you're working on right now. Yeah, and now, which is like full circle completely, going back to my childhood, that shape, that twisted mm-hmm. yeah. shape. Dr. Susie kind of fucking, It's got all know, that stuff, stuff but it. Yeah. what it really boils down to for me is a repeated thing in my dreams, which is the shape of the driveway that the house that I grew up with is on top of. It's this up and to the right, up and to the right kind of twist and I've, oh, I've taken wow. photographs of it and I've focused on that. Like it's this form because it was always the way home. Yeah. You know, every time I get off the bus and walk home from the bus stop That's back up this long man. driveway. That's pretty poetic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, because it's like it, you stumble across these little like metaphors and po- poetry of life. And since this one is so mine, like it's so hard to have any control in life. And this is mine. This is something I could sort of hold on to. This is mine. This is mine. And yeah, there could be similarities throughout life and history. But I have this. This is a, a proof. This is evidence to me that this is something that affects me personally. Yeah. And I see it from all different angles, like the top of the hill. I used to sit on top of that hill when I was probably in – it was elementary school, maybe third or fourth grade. And I would meditate. Yeah. You know, without realizing I'm meditating, I would sort of like try to, it was almost like astral projection. I would sit on top of the hill and focus on 
why it was me that was feeling what I'm feeling and seeing what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to hear and see what's around me? Like my conscious, I was be, I was mostly it, it was stirred by the fact that I was teased a lot in school and bullied a lot in school. Kids made fun of me. I didn't have a lot of friends, and I was very sad about that. So I used to wonder why, 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 why me? Why do mm-hmm. I feel this? Why am I the one who's playing this character, who plays this role of the bull haircut loser with, you know. Everybody you know, wants to pick on. Yeah, my parents were from another place. We eat weird foods. My house smelled different than other kids' houses. You know, my house smelled like, you know, stuffed cabbage and and, and onions. Yeah. You know, other people, Polish. you know, had Twinkies and, you know, McDonald's. Now, I was sitting on top of this hill until I felt – myself leave my body in a way like because i would focus so heavily on being aware of feeling and smelling and seeing everything so that that top of that driveway i would go there if i was really sad and sit there and just like become completely self-aware self-aware before i got like thrown back into life where i had to wake up and go to school i had to go do this it was like it was like this this cage, this meat cage was driving me. I had to go. I had no choice. I was born into it. Mm. I know I couldn't leave and become like air and dust. You know? Yeah. Oh, I'm happy you so, didn't, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I was I wasn't that you know, so, I didn't want to I didn't want to escape. I just didn't want to understand why yeah. I was the one feeling all this stuff. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do why don't I have a choice to like leave this 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 body and feel something else and not be the person that is the one with this voice and this hair and these eyes and these hands like I wanted to, I wanted to be somebody else so I would focus very heavily inwardly about what I was feeling presently so that 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 top of that hill like is a big part of my escapism That's amazing. Like art. yeah it, 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 so one thing I want to touch upon is the idea of like how personal that shape is to you, right? And mm. and and how deep the metaphor is for why it's in the work, right? Mm. But it's like that's what I love about art and the mm-hmm. way that I love, like I just love it so much because you say that, but initially, you know, which is nothing wrong with it, right? But no. but but initially, you know, my head goes to because we were talking about the you know like the things that influenced you as younger so i said oh dr yep. seuss you know like mm-hmm. that dr seuss shape right and that yep. and, and it's I, I see that's a i just love the narrative of of things that you either hear whether it's music or paintings or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it is but it's just like you end up the other person that didn't create it goes into it with their uh uh past influences and stuff mm-hmm. like that you know what i mean so that's why you know i used to hate when people say oh your painting reminds me of this or whatever and that because it used to yeah. just kind of annoy me this is way back when right sure. but now i love it because i understand the reason why that person's saying that is because that's yeah. the relationship to you know what they yeah, see it's a, connection. Simil- it's yeah. a connection exactly yeah. connection there you go simple yeah connection you know Ah, it's so good. It's so good. I love fucking what art can like. Uh, you know what it can do, and and yeah. and I love that it's just like, but it's yet, so layered. It's so layered, and it's so deep, and it's so it's so. I mean, sometimes it's not for fuck's sakes. You know, you got a banana tape to a wall. But 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 the oh, uh, God. It, but but the idea Step of like how puddles, man. 
how personal how personal it can be for the yeah. actual artist itself, you know, and that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't need to be talked about, you know. It doesn't need to be shared, but when it can be shared, it's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Yeah. You know. It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. It's like you know, it's it's like a, multiple buried treasures, yeah. you know, on the map. There's so many interpretations you can take from things and and ways to reveal things to other people. And by doing this over and over again, like I've been doing the tower for years before I started to blend the two things together, because mm-hmm. this reoccurring shape in my head and in my dreams, you know before it started making it to, to, to the paintings were in sketches and drawings, like, like the kind of doodles you do when you're on the phone, you know, the 3d square and the squiggles and stuff. And that those things wind up in my paintings all the time. Like the, the ghost ship paintings with the squiggles, mm-hmm. that's like the basic, it's like one-on-one doodle, you yeah. know, but it's taking that one-on-one doodle and elevating it to the importance that it deserves. That doodle is in everybody, you know, and it's it's a great jumping off point for any drawing, mm-hmm. and also the the cube floating around. But it, you know, just how over time, the th- by by repeating one thing leads to another thing into that understanding, you know. It's like I don't know which idea is the shovel and which idea is the dirt you know, what I'm digging in, but I'm constantly digging and looking mm-hmm. to reveal well, because like the, it, like the chicken and the eggs type of thing. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's, it's, it's fun. Cause it does go like Ouroboros. It's the, it's in circles, but it doesn't have to be, you know, self devouring. It can be revealing and evolving. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, psychology a lot, you know, that's why I love uh, psychology and why I like to talk about, why I like to talk about feelings because <laughs> if I talk about my feelings, uh, I might start to reveal it ways feel uh, a bit closer to who I am. And- well, it, it, if anything, it, it, it leads me to ways to how to manage my feelings because that's my biggest you know, gripe that I have with myself is, you know, I do get emotional easy and I do get upset or excited as well. Like I have to remember, yeah, I get upset very easily, but I also get excited uh-huh. to an, to a level of, you know, it's a, uh, there's a lot of extremes, but you know, when they talk about these feelings, I sort of get an idea of how to manage them so I can, you know, I can control the valve a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, too much, too much, too much is coming up. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay, but it, okay, it, okay. Oh, at the end of it, there's sometimes the mortar, you know, deteriorates and the bricks blow out and the levee breaks and I'm a fucking mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always the potential of being a mess. It's up against a a dam. I'm I'm a fucking mess. I know that. Well, so are we all. I mean, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, we just become more and more messes as we get older. Because yeah. we've got this shoveling shit on us all the time. What are we supposed to do? To constantly be shoveling shit. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's a got few. Got a bigger shovel. Yeah. <laughs> beep, no, beep, they got. Beep, I don't have any beep, shovels. I'm just. Beep, beep. I'm backing I, in the fucking backhoe. Beep. <laughs> I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. But I can. I know I can take it better. That because I have an opportunity to take it better. It's like yeah. life is. I, know, just, I think I'm doing a little bit. I think I'm doing. Better than I was, like, I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like I'm doing better than I was back in the day of, like, having those feelings, like, of, like, not, not like, why me, but, like, you know, why is, like, I'm getting more or 
or is shit so difficult? Actually, you know what, dude? I'm a fucking liar. Come <laughs> 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 to think about it, because <laughs> I think I just said that last week to myself. <laughs> like, what the well, fuck hard. is going it, on? <laughs> it's hard. It's a habit too, yeah. you know, to beat up on yourself, and it's hard to break out of it because, you know. <sighs> we know everything about ourselves. Yeah. We can't keep too many secrets from us. We can, we can live our lives with friends and lovers and, and stuff and, and manage to like keep certain things at bay to protect yourself and to protect them from you because mm, everybody nobody wants to know everything about everybody. We're human. We're gross, disgusting creatures. I don't want to know everything about you. I don't want you to know everything about me. We got to have some autonomy and privacy and, and, mm. And have to be able to make mistakes and do terrible things in order to learn that they're bad and how it makes you feel. And it's bad to do it. Some people never stop. They're pretty awful humans. They're called sociopaths. That's what to say. (laughs) Some people are only hardwired to do bad things. I know I'm hardwired not that way, but I'm taught to be self-loathing. I've been, you know, I've been brought up, you know, not like not perfectly, you know, that's for sure. I definitely had a, a lot of complexes in my life now that are probably because of parents and because of peers and other kids, you know. I I wouldn't think that I was as horrible of a person if I wasn't told I was, mm-hmm. you know, enough times to learn. This is what I tell myself when I feel I've done something wrong. I am an idiot or I'm stupid. You know, all, all or, or worse, you know, it was introduced to me. It's like, this is what you do when, you know, this is how you feed yourself, David. And this is how you beat yourself up. Yeah. yeah. And I it's hard I, to, I, I think the church did that to me. Now, yeah. Luckily, I never went to church. <laughs> I, I, you know, I never went to temple. I never went to church. Catholicism. You know. Oh, fuck. You know. Fucking, I'm, I am born to a family that's Jewish, and I'm glad that I'm not in this sort of like this punishing God religion, you know? Yeah. Because I didn't have to like make it through that hazing process of whether or not I come out the other side totally damaged by God, you know? I'm not damaged by God. I'm actually I'm untouched by him, and I'm disappointed in that as well because some people who are touched by God are very elevated and feel happiness and 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 fulfillment and and wholeness and connection. My connections are, you know, I'm with nature. I feel like at times very connected to nature and 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 stuff like that and the universe. Definitely, Definitely but. Yeah. But I don't feel like a elevated sense of self to the point where I I fully grasp the ideas of let's say forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or you know, goodwill towards men, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Well, I don't, for, I, forgiveness, though, uh, of course you do, though. I mean, if I you, do, if, I do, if, but if, I don't if, have like an un a, like a. a, a like uh, just to forgive because that's you have to forgive. Oh, okay, I yeah, forgive yeah, for sure, for you know, sure. Yeah, neither neither me either. You know, I mean that's. You know. I I really feel people need to earn exactly respect. Not like I think everybody deserves a chance and deserves a second chance and a third chance and chances of this. But as long as I can see somebody working on it and actually exactly. really p- putting in the effort, then absolutely, yeah. you're, you're you. I'll forgive you over and over again. But if it gets to a point where it just 
you know, I don't see the effort then. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I mean, if you're in my if you're in my space, you're in my world, you're my family or a friend, and you keep fucking up, yeah. I will keep forgiving you because you're part of my world, my small stage mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. my life, and you're one of the characters and players in it, and and I love you, so I'm gonna yes. But you know the the repeat offenses after a while become like okay tiresome, and I cannot burden on my shoulders anymore or I don't have the bandwidth for it or you are not putting in that effort like you said the work and then I'm sorry yeah. I don't have room on my, my stage for this anymore it's it's too draining I'm not getting anything back and I don't have to always get something back no but as but, long as, as long as it's being received like you know you know my thing is if I if I, if I feel like I'm trying to work work on something with somebody or something like that and I feel like I'm constantly talking to a wall, then there's got to be a point where I'm just like, you know what? I need to, you know, my time is better suited elsewhere. Away you know? from this. Yeah. yeah. You're actually, you, you're ruining it for everybody else because I got love to give, but I can't give, you know, to, to them because I've been, I've been nurturing you, but mm. you know, you're not, you're taking me for granted and that's okay. I have to step away. Yeah. I have to step away from this. Yeah. That happens anyway. Yeah. Speaking of step oh my away. God. Yeah, where are you going to make <laughs> Where are you going? Where are you I going? Know. I don't know. We've been gone for so long that uh, did we get some, we got some, should we get into it or? or oh, look, look into we, our mail. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got some mail to look into. Listen, we've got to go back in time. Listen, I, I feel no need. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I feel no need to be polite on it. Now, to like have to explain, but I will explain one more time to any of our listeners, if there are any left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> they're True. sick of re- either re-listening yeah. or they're just, like, yeah. giving up on it. I always heard the worst thing that you can do with a podcast is not be consistent. So yeah. uh, we it have is. definitely. It makes sense. It's momentum keeps the wheels turning. Of course. We let the wheels sit still. The air has been deflated. But here we are with our bike pumps ready to go again. <laughs> patching up the old, yeah, let it go. Let, let's go for a ride. And we are, we're sorry if we, you know, we weren't able to keep you entertained, but this, once again, this was a brainchild of, of an idea of something of us just having enjoyment. Once it became any sort of like um, obligation, it doesn't work mm-hmm. between you and me. It, it's this, this, this shtick that we do. It doesn't work. And also, we've got things we had to take care of. Mm-hmm. We had oh, to definitely. do some traveling. We had to do some work that, that, that required a lot of focus and dropping out. And now we accumulate all these stories. We've got tons of, tons of stories. Mm-hmm that we're never going to tell you because they're too personal. <laughs> so let's go back in time to our, so please, once again, if you, if you stop sending questions because you're afraid that we're not doing the show, it's time to start sending questions again, my friends. <laughs> if you're still listening. If you're still there. Is there anybody there? Okay. Now we can go back. Let's say November is when I left. That's the eleven. And I think there's quite a few. Oh, yeah? Let's see. Have we done... No, is there also stuff that we, you know, address but never put out? I don't... Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Because we got Cyril here. And October 11th. I don't think we did that. And hey, it's been so long. (laughs) 
<laughs> we could answer him again, even if we did. But I don't, I don't, I don't remember though. I thought you were frozen there for a second. No, no, no. I, I see your I, eyes reading after. I'm, I'm, like, like, I'm, I'm frozen. <laughs> like I don't recall any of this. But then again, you know, <laughs> like okay, Randy Babelson. I don't think we got. I, I don't think we got all, prize like either. A fake name. Yeah, there's, there's. Let's go back. Yeah, we didn't. So we didn't do cereals because I, I don't remember answering those from Bryson either. Yeah, or the one with Dave Malone. He's got two pictures of paintings, which I've never seen before. So I'm going to run to the bathroom. If you need to take coffee, let's do it. All right, let's just start there. If we we missed any, it's missed. You know, I don't know what to say, but we're good. I mean, this is October, right? Mm. Here we are. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, September, 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 September 11th. Never forget. Do, 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 do. Oh man, we are going back. Woo wee, man. Have we really not done it? Yeah, because the last ones we did I don't like remember interview this shows. We did all. interview shows with um with uh with Alex and Danielle. Yeah, I definitely don't remember this. This is great all right. though. All right. Well, here we are. Here we are back to uh Q and A. So. Do you, do we even have music for that anymore? Yeah. Insert song here. Oh, here we are. Dave Malone. Uh, Irish David. Here, uh, uh, we're going to start back up. Sorry, it's been a while. I forgot how to read questions. <laughs> Dave Malone writes in, he says, what's up, D's? If you ever come to Ireland, make sure to hit me up, even for coffee or something. Of course. I mean, if, if that's okay. possible. You know, I, 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 that reminds me. Have you been to Ireland? I've always wanted to go to Ireland so I, fucking bad. That, when I went to Germany this year, I bought tickets on Aer Lingus because it was the cheapest. Aer Lingus. And Aer Lingus, I will never fucking fly that again if I don't have to. <laughs> that is the tightest. When would you actually t- tie yourself to the outside of the plane? It, it would be more <laughs> room. In a fucking lawn chair. It would be nice to have that much leg room. It was terrible. Oh, really? It was so <laughs> bad. It was awful. But, you know, my, I, I didn't. It made me want to stay in Ireland on the layover because I, I've never been to Ireland before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. I've, I've got a friend. I've got a friend that lives out there but me too dave mahoney hey his name is maloney good friend <laughs> <laughs> fucking all these years later and i'm still doing that <laughs> oh that's terrible i'm sorry david okay um my question for you guys i'm in the market for a good studio lamp i hope he's still in the dark <laughs> yeah. it's, it's september <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, God. He's got to hey, found a lamp by now. Dark. He's been painting by candlelight, oh. ruining his eyes for months. Uh, <laughs> what kind of lamp? By candlelight. <laughs> what kind of lamps do you use? Uh, I, I don't think it's, it's like you talking earlier. It's not really about the lamp. It's about the bulb. It's about uh, the bulb. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it definitely, you know, I use a, uh, 
just those clip-on lights, you know. Um, I don't have the best painting lighting situation, to be honest. I mean, I got a bunch of, like, you know, these fucking kind of things and shit. See it? <laughs> no! Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are the modeling lights for yeah, when you yeah, do Yeah, modeling lights, exactly. So I got two of those, and then I got clip-on lights as well. Just those cheap, yeah. you know, metal ones you get at the hardware store. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I have, no, I have zero yeah. recommendation. I, I I've always worked with whatever was available and around, including stuff you find on the street. Yeah, you know? but it's all about the bulb, like you said. As long as you get something that's reflecting the light off of the bulb onto what you you know. Yeah, you're not using that daylight bulb. You're using like some you know, uh, decent temperature bulb. Yeah. I don't know what is it, thirty seven hundred degrees Kelvin. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I think I'm using like. 125 watt bulbs but i got you know i normally have like at least three of them if not more the 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 best recommendation that i would say is you know definitely paint with uh i guess for me i paint with warm light instead of that cool light or whatever the fuck it's called uh institutional light uh hate that stuff but as much light as possible that's the that especially you know if you're working with dark colors which which dave paints with a uh a pretty dark palette but um yeah yeah as as well as i do uh but you want as much light as possible because you want to be able to really see it because i'll tell you man you go you go take your painting from you know the house and bring it to the gallery or wherever it's or for the client or wherever it's going and it looks completely different especially if there's a ton of light and a lot of Mm -hmm. galleries have really well lighting so it's like sometimes you go in there you're like whoa yeah you want your studio well definitely you know multiple lights multiple angles yeah definitely well lit otherwise all those little impurities and imperfections will pop out once you get it on display and dave i don't know about how old you are but uh as you get older uh you start to realize you don't see as well as you used to either so (laughs) then you want even more light yeah i used to just paint with one light for a while there like you know way back in the day yeah yeah, why does why do all my paintings look chiaroscuro in the studio? And once I get it out, it just looks like a fucking blobby mess. <laughs> uh, my second question is for Mr. Stupakis: If you're in need of reference for one of your costumes or dresses in your paintings, but you don't have an image of how it looks on a figure, do you paint it from a man, imagination, or what do you do? Yeah, I'm in a situation. Yeah, he's. Oh. Well, I'm just going to finish off the question. Yep. He says, "I'm in a situation at the minute where I need to paint a gown oh, on a sitted girl, yet I can't find the appropriate references for how the gown, gown will look." Blah 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 blah. So yeah, I mean, for the for the most part, well, I'll, what I'll do is I'll either just you know find something else that works, like especially if it's for a photo shoot or something like that, where I'm painting the reference from, um, or that I'm using the reference from. But I will either you know. Uh, find something else as a substitute. Either try to make something. Or... Yeah, there are a lot of ways. I yeah. mean, get get, get buy, buy the dress, or if you have the dress, put it on yourself and take a picture of yourself sitting in the dress. Yeah, I think you say yeah. that he doesn't have it though, like the one that he oh, wants oh. to paint. I'm in a situation where I need to paint a gown. Yeah, I can't find the appropriate reference for yeah. the way the gown look on her. Nor do I have the imagination to make it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then that's the other thing too is about just you know figuring out you know within uh not even necessarily imagination but just finding other images online or wherever you can find the image from and then just 
figuring out how it works on a body and that, and then, you know, uh, drawing it out. But, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't. And, and you don't need the reference to be the same exact thing that you're no. painting as well. You, uh, the, you have the room for your yeah. imagination. You have the leeway and the artistic license to, you know, exaggerate or experiment. And it does, no one's going to hold it up to a picture of a gown. Be like, there's no way that fold would mm -hmm. be there. Mm -hmm. It's really a matter of, of understanding how light is hitting things, keeping your direction consistent of light. And that's it. Yeah. And you'll get it. Best part of reference is, you know, is by just because of the lighting. You know, that's why I really love ha like being able to set up a photo shoot or you know objects that i'm painting uh for for a painting whether it's a glass or whatever it is is yeah. being able to get the right lighting on it so i know where my shadows fall and where my light hits and so on and so yeah. forth. yeah you're gonna have to improvise if there's yeah. one section of the gown you're having trouble with with the fold or something just take a fucking a, a dinner napkin and place that over something and just that's the way fabric go. falls and yeah. play with that and just you know you're going to have to use imagination. There's no cure for a lack of imagination, unfortunately. And I'm, I'm sure you have it. You're just saying that because everybody seems to beat themselves up. Just you're going to have to then that's the time to use your imagination. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Finally, I submit my most recent piece for critiquing before I upload it to the net. Hopefully it's already up on the net because this is months old. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thank you for your support and encouragement. And thank you for Babel. Much love from Ireland. David, thank you. We love you. Let's take a quick look at this painting. I fucking, I, I'm, okay, I'm digging it. This is, first of all, David, you're really finding your own voice within your work. I mean, it totally, like, it's, it's, it seems like it's gone leaps and bounds from some of the other stuff that you've done and that, and it, it's so fucking right on. I love, I, I love the frame too. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to deny the fact that he is deeply inspired by Mr. David Supakis in this. Yeah. And I'm not saying that in a critical way, that yeah. in, in, it's a constructive criticism. It is, you know, because he's, he makes no qualms about being inspired by you. Otherwise he wouldn't be writing you so much and stalking you and watching you take showers. <laughs> he, I mean, the way the placement of the of the text and the frame and the, the treatment. Well, I mean, to but be fair, what, I, I get that from all the Renaissance. Sure, everybody. Yeah, exactly. But you're, a, yeah. giving him, you're giving him that inspiration to take it's that, beautiful. to do it himself. And I think that's that's brilliant because the first step is doing it. And mm -hmm. he's, he's definitely evolving since the, just in the past few years of looking at his work. It's starting to really... It, I, there's there's more confidence. I, I'm feeling more. Oh, confident. super super confidence in this work, and that and it's I, I just I love like your palette and everything about it. It's it's uh, you're really finding your voice, dude. It yeah, looks if I have really nice because you're you're trying to accomplish a lot of things in one painting here while trying to master things like lighting and depth and and perspective and this and that. You know, more focused studies. Are going to help to get it so that larger paintings with a lot mm -hmm. more going on will, you know, you know, maintain that the the illusions of depth and, and stuff like that. But you're, it, it, I see incredible improvement in in in, in right? what's going on. Really, yeah. really, excellent work, David. Nice one. Thank you, David, for writing in again. And yeah, we'll we'll get that coffee. 
I want I want to uh, if I ever go on an Aer Lingus, I don't think I'll I'll make it onto the second flight because the the first one will be so painful. <laughs> be like, you know what? I'm not catching my layover. I'm going to hook up with Dave I'm here. I'm gonna go get some coffee with Maloney, and uh, we're gonna tear it up. Fly just flying over Ireland, seeing the tiny yeah the village like. I have no concept of what it's like to be standing in Ireland, but from what I've seen in movies and, and books and stuff like that, I really want to. Um, I want to experience those that place. Vast open plains. I mean, you know, that's what I think of when I think of Ireland: that greenery and just and rain. <laughs> yeah, it's up those tight <laughs> but, streets know. and stone streets yeah. and houses and yeah. All right, Beautiful. all right. Moving along. Thank you, Dave Maloney. Uh, God, eight nine. Okay. Is that the one? Where are we? Randy is the next one. Okay. Yeah, Randy Babelson, which sounds like, you know, Babelson. Randy is, is Randy's another, you know, way of saying you're you're horny. Babelson. <laughs> Let's find out what the story is here. It's an audio. No, it's a movie. It's a movie. Uh-oh, I'm afraid down. to download. Yeah, I'm not downloading. <laughs> Whoops, there's a problem playing this. Question, mm. give me Babel, podcast, radio show. All right, I'm I'm doing it. I'm downloading. I'm scared. Should I doubt you? <laughs> Can I connect with more? <laughs> Somebody sending us a virus. Get computer ready to self-destruct. Beep, beep, beep. Scared. I'm this downloading. fucking go-go gadget. I can expect you to catch it, shit. Oh. Hey, boys. First time calling in the show. I like to start off by saying I'm a big-ass fan, but let's not take two fucking months off from the show again, fellas. That was a little bit excessive. Quick question. Tacos or pizza? <laughs> David, what's your opinion on vegan pizza, brother? And other David, why are you always grilling on that fucking broccoli, man? Is it better that way? Is it better to stay? Can I get a recipe? How long do I need to grill it for? Catch on the flip flop fillers. <laughs> Definitely never. I've never seen this before. That was amazing. <laughs> all right, Randy Bowser. Well, first of all, done. let's not take two months off the show. How about, how about four months? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> double double down on each other. <laughs> oh, God. That was awesome. Dude, oh, that was so good. What, pizza yeah. and tacos? What? And, by, and, and for those who, who are listening, there's it's a visual video of an avatar, ca- cartoon animated avatar of this guy. Blue beard. Is he burning man or, or this is some sort of weird, those, you know, goth, raper, techno, um, insane clown posse. I don't know, man. It could be like, you know. It's where the fucking librarian, like, horn-rimmed glasses. <laughs> and he's got blue horn oh, Okay, so. Pizza or tacos? <laughs> it's not the question. Pizza or tacos? What, oh, what's your I don't know, dude. It depends on that. It depends on that day. Uh, pizza, pizza. I guess pizza. I fucking love me pizza, mm. but I love tacos. But yeah, if it's got to well, be one, it, I guess it's pizza. It just so happens to be taco night tonight here at home. <laughs> there you go. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I have um, I've, I've perfected a taco sauce that is inspired heavily by, you know, uh, Taco Bell and Del Taco, but it's a slightly elevated. And I do serve it in a uh, – with I, 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 I did it with the Impossible Burger meat last time, <gasps> that, that plant-based stuff. Yeah. Fucking delicious. Really, really good. 
and it's a good it's a good vehicle for the impossible because the impossible you really need to flavor it up to to, to get it going, and yeah. and taco sauce has a lot of flavor. So and then I stuff it in a hard shell, and then I take a soft shell with melted cheese and I wrap it around the hard shell. Oh, so God. it is absolutely delicious. I love a taco. I'm gonna go, but I love that pizza. Sounds delicious, like a fucking hard shell taco. <laughs> With yeah. the with the soft shell around it, melted cheese. I'm doing that tonight myself. I'm stealing it's your really recipe. Good. Oh really, my god, really that good. sounds delicious. Really now, it's how a, do you how do you how you how you getting the cheese? Like you doing shredded cheese and then melting no, no, it no, a little I, bit. First? Well, I slice I slice the cheddar, you know, into yeah. slabs, you know, thin slabs, and I put it on the soft shell and I throw that in the toaster oven just to melt it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. that also acts as a glue. And then you for, bust yeah, it out right shell. away and then wrap it around it. Yeah. Wrap it around the hard shell. Oh, dude, that sounds so good. It's really, really good. But the funny right. thing is, in Germany, I ate, I was there for three weeks, and I'd say about ninety percent of the time I ate pizza, pizza. <laughs> nonstop. Like there was one pizza place around the corner from some guy from Sicily who opened it up, and the woman who runs so the it's gallery, a super thin, like the real Italian thin. pizza. Yeah, it's yeah. very thin and delicious and square and. Abs the sauce is is fantastic, and the woman who runs the gallery is Italian, so she like brought me there, and it's like I I met this guy, and he's from Italy, and he made a pizza, yeah. and 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 I ate pizza constantly. Plus, it was the kind of food I could buy and stick in the fridge at the gallery, and during my off hours, my my jet lag hours between like you know 10 p.m. and 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 two or or 4 a.m. I was able to just heat up some yeah. pizza. And, uh, so even I was cold. It's good. The, the, yeah. I'll tell you, man, the first time I went to Italy, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget it. I, I got pizza. We went somewhere and I got pizza and it was first, I didn't know pizza was like, like yeah. a real pizzas like that. Right. Mm. And yeah. I was like, what is like, I mean, you know, I wasn't like mortified, but I was like, what is yeah. this? Cause I've never witnessed it like that before. Yeah. It was fucking delicious. It's fucking. But, yeah. It, well, also they're they're salt, the tomatoes in Italy, everything just tastes different. The bread, you can eat anything there. It's just like oh, to be, yeah. like here, here's a piece of bread I found on the floor. It's like <laughs> oh my god, this is the most delicious thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as far as your broccoli, um, oh yeah, query. Uh, why am I always grilling broccoli? Because yes, it does taste a thousand times better. But but I don't just throw broccoli in the grill. What I do is I. I you know I sprinkle it with uh, fennel pollen or fennel crushed fennel seed, salt and pepper uh, seasoning, and spray and rub it around in a little bit of olive oil, as mm. well, salt, mm. and it's fucking delicious. It's uh, like I'm not a huge broccoli fan, steamed oh, or sautéed. I do like broccoli. I don't hate it, but I became a fanatic when I started grilling it. it. Yeah. Does that char and that 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 smoky flavor with it? It just complements it so well. Now it's one of those you, things. When you mm. when you grill it like that, does it soften it up like the way that yes. you know when you, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you grill it till it's soft like that's what you got to yeah. keep flipping it because it does burn before it's cooked if you don't keep an eye on it. But you know you put it on a less hot grill and but by the time it gets to that black and charred perfectness it's super soft the stock is nice and, and you know it's got still a bit of a crunch to it but it's not like yeah, soggy it's not like and you're just soft. eating it straight out of the bag yeah i yeah. became a fucking steaming fanatic lately like a pearl got yeah. a steamer 
uh, a uh-huh. while ago. I mean, just, you know, just a fucking sieve with the metal thing and put the water in the bottom. And, yeah, 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 sure. You know, yeah. but, but, uh, oh, I steam in the shit out of everything. Because <laughs> we do yeah. a lot of, like, you know, rice and broccoli and steamed carrots mm-hmm. and steamed broccoli and, you know, all that yeah. shit. Oh, mm, God. But yeah, I'd love to get a grill this summer. Try you that. know what I started steaming? What's that? I started steaming fish. Oh, wow. So I have those bamboo steamers to make like dumplings and stuff. Yeah. So I take I take like a, like a, a flounder or a cod. Both those very good for this because mm-hmm. they're nice, white, flaky. I love cod. And, yeah. and I've been taking the cod and I take some cabbage leaves and I just make a bed over the steamer so that it, it you know, the fish doesn't fall apart and go through the, the slits or slats or whatever. And um, – I, I, I first I take the fish and I put it in a bowl with some 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 sesame oil, some white wine, and garlic and ginger, whatever, and let it sit in that bowl for like an hour, right? Just to absorb all that g- deliciousness and lemon, and then I stick it on the cabbage leaf on the steamer. You steam it for like fifteen minutes, and you have this ginger steamed soft fish. You throw that on a thing of rice. And you can eat, take that cabbage, and you just slice up that cabbage that you steamed with the fish, and the and the cabbage, you know, it, it, it the hot steam passes through the cabbage into the fish, and it's just like, well, delicious. Sounds, sounds incredible. Yeah, but it does stink up your bamboo steamer, so yeah. just uh, it becomes your fish steamer forever. Yeah, you're gonna get another bamboo one for the vegetables or whatever else. You're yeah, cooking. yeah, exactly. Don't, just not a big fan of fish, but yeah, steaming is. Mm. Nice way to make a, a lighter. I love it. I love it. You know, it's so easy, too. Who would have thought? Just boiling some water and letting yeah. it fucking steam. And then during this time of year when I can't do any grilling, you know, that's definitely a good alternative way to uh, yeah. to get enhance those flavors without it being a, fried in a pan with oil and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. You know? yeah, definitely. All right. Randy Babelson. Thank you. Yeah, you're going to send in uh, th- th- some more of those that was yeah, fucking too please. funny it's <laughs> hilarious was pretty Thank funny you. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see about those uh those lapses in time between our shows we got to get motivated it's hard to be motivated you know i i'm easily susceptible to depression as well i, I, I see, you just th- don't want to talk to anybody that's the hardest thing you. That, you know it's it's that's the hardest thing for me man is that like you know I get into those zones where it's just like I like I get like like you just said I don't want to talk to anybody. It's hard mm. to try to be funny or to like you know I don't want to be fucking e or on here. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. I don't want to be yeah. you know and and uh, <laughs> woe is me. And then uh, also too, a big thing is when I get that way, I also have that fucking thing where it's like who the fuck you know cares? Who wants to listen <laughs> yeah, to me talk about shit? Like why? Yeah. Like this is doesn't even matter, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I get crazy like that in my fucking head. So yeah. you heard it here, folks. Nothing yeah. matters. <laughs> That's good. Good name for the episode. <laughs> Nothing matters. See you in two months. <laughs> so we got another one from Twisted Bry from from Randy, Randy Randerson. Uh, um, so we're we're back up to Twisted Bry. Yes, Bryson. 
Good morning, gents. October 9th, 2019. Man, this is going into the vault. This wow. could be our, like, you know, our uh, unaired Swan song. episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is Swan Song means the last one. I know. That's what I was joking about. No, this, this is the uh, Too Hot for TV episode. This didn't make it to the uh, other shows because they're just too wild. Okay. Bryson. Dave's gone friend. wild. David's gone wild. All right. Good morning, gents. Initially, I was going to tease David Stupakis about fish. <laughs> Boiled or steamed? No. Uh, but then I was knitting blankets watching the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> a little dweeb. Ah, that's good. To each their own. You can't be scary all the time. Oh, and scary's. Okay. Yeah. So it's subjective old hat. <laughs> Although Sophia is a pretty get is pretty gangster. It's true. Um, on to the questions. Number one, he's got five questions for us. Do you think you can be successful artist today and not be on social media? Yeah, I would say, uh, that would be a bad decision. Mm. Uh, I think the social media for me personally is definitely help make, uh, you know, make my career to where I am today. I, I, I not even helped. It's definitely, I mean, uh, you yeah. know, if I didn't have social media, I would not be where I am today. I'll so. tell you, if it's not you on the social media, then you're depending on somebody else on social media to do the work for you. Yeah. Because whether somebody's like posting pictures of your work themselves, I mean, social media is playing a, a, a huge role in it. Yeah. It'd be great to not have to use it. I do think, yes, you can be, but nobody will know how successful you are because you're not on social media. So, does a tree fall in the woods and nobody there to hear I don't it? Know. You sound. Don't, it's you the same kind of situation, you know? What is the sound of, of, of one yeah. hand? I, I, you know, but, but, but here's the thing. So if you weren't doing social media, then which you would have to do something else like going to cons or, or, or different art market events or sure. different yeah. other ways to try to be able to get yourself out there to get people to yes. know about what you're doing. You know, it, it's – I. I thank God for social media because uh, I think the thing is, is that we don't the, – the important part about it is that we don't need to be on it nearly as much as we think we need to be on yes. it. Yes. Yeah, we do use it as a the, crutch. It yeah. becomes a crutch rather than uh, just another tool in the box. It's a great vehicle of getting your work out there to to Promote more, and- larger amounts of people than – than just the one avenue, which could be just be a gallery or whatever, a website. Yeah. But um, the, it's a crutch. Yeah, people just tend to spend way too much fucking time on it, you know? I mean, yeah. it's a, it's that thing, which we probably talked about it before, but that that cerebellum or whatever the fuck it is in your brain, like where, where, it, gets serotonin, where it gets fired off or, or, yeah. or, or whatnot when, like, you see if somebody likes something or somebody commented yeah, yeah. or, you know, so you're like, ooh, ooh. So that's what makes you want to fucking constantly check it every fucking five it's minutes. Abuse. Or, it's abuse. It's abuse. It's mis- it's misused you know? and abused. It's overused, and then it becomes – you become dependent on it. Mm. And it, you working for it instead of it working for you, it's got the perfect storm recipe of for an addict, yeah. you know, to be to to misuse it and then become dependent on it rather than it being something that you can use for your advantage and and help you. Yeah. He winds up working against you, you know. But you know, the you just have I to. Found, um, oh, sorry, go on. No, no, I was just say, going to say temperance yeah. and using it in 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 proper doses. Yeah. Best thing I found for myself is I deleted the uh, the actual. I, I, I'm back on there now. I got to delete him again because uh, I was not home. But uh, um, deleting them off my phone, 
So I, I'm I not, did, yes. you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't, I, and usually, so I have to go to the computer to check Facebook or I have That's Instagram I on my iPad and I'm hardly ever on my iPad. So I have to go, you know, you must have an old iPad. iPad. What's the, up? The, you must have an old iPad. No, I have the brand new one. I have the pro yeah. one. You can use iPad, uh, uh, Instagram, Instagram on an iPad. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're signed in to the app, you can download huh. the app and sign in. There's no Instagram. Um, anyway, the, the, uh, what you said, I just did. I took Facebook off of my phone, mm -hmm. so and off of my iPad, so that that automatic thing, like where I go to the news and then the Instagram, and then like that option's not there, and I find like I'm not missing anything. Exactly. Actually, and then every once in a while, I'll check my Facebook. Oh, I got 64 notifications. I got 100 notifications. Whatever, because I haven't been on for a week or so. The only downside to that is I'm missing some messages from people that, you know, are sending messages and then oh, I that's see why, yeah. I mean, I check at least once a day, but, you know. But, yeah, uh, but I, it, it, it is it is about, you know, it's, it's in your face so much you really need to, you know, become proactive to control it so that you're not on it so much because then it wears out its its effect as well yeah. as much as like, like when I was doing way too much cocaine. No, that's not true. I never did too much cocaine. I was going to say, I don't remember that point. That must have been before I met you. <laughs> I've always been doing just the right amount of cocaine. All right. Number two, thoughts on using Grizzly versus Verdoxio versus Bistro. What is he talking about? I have no idea, Bryce. I've been using Grizzly, but with my next painting, I'm going to give a Bistro method a go. I don't know what any of these things are. I'm going Bryson, to, I, you know, I, I have no fucking listen, idea. He's either. one of those young kids. Is this one of those, like, uh, is this a YouTube thing? What's going on? This is one of those. Uh, well, I'm wondering if it's a, like a painting technique. Well, that's what I'm thinking, too. A method of painting in gray monochromatic, typically. Okay. Oh, see, that's yeah. what I call it. I call it painting in gray. <laughs> yeah, gray tones. <laughs> gray tones. <laughs> hey, listen, you get these academic. That's like when people say that uh, <laughs> that they're that they're putting down a cartoon, and it's like, dude, it's a fucking drawing. Like that's what, yeah, that's what they called it back in the 1400s, but it's a fucking drawing. <laughs> but yeah, right, that's the just the blue collar fucking, you know. Uh, what is Verdacchio? That's probably when you, black and white and yellow pigments result. Okay, I yeah. see. And I then, see what he's asking. Okay, for making his gray tones, what does he use? This so versus bistre or okay, yeah, brownish yellow pigment. Yeah, that's so that's when you're doing the, the yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. I was actually just talking to Bryson about this recently, and we were talking on on, on online about it. Okay. So um, what is he using? He's been so doing, now he's uh, going to move over to actually doing stuff with uh, brownish tones. Uh, yeah, books. like doing 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 the browner tones and stuff like that. Doing the uh, underpainting and the and the brown tones, yeah. and that's the way all the all you know a bunch of the masters were doing them back in the day. And, sure, you know, yeah. um, because it's a great way to get down your neutral, uh, you, you know, tones and stuff. Uh, mm. Yeah, I've done it a few times, but. Or, or quite a bit back in the day, but I don't. I don't do it anymore. I just like, I you know, I find doing that is is way too time consuming. Yeah, <laughs> for me, I just want to get into my color. I mean, sometimes yeah. like I will do an underpainting and 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 and, and uh, black and white like gray tones mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But that's usually when I know that I want to just do washes over it, and I want to keep the the colors really muted and and right. and, and and give that kind of muted. Uh, color feel so my my blues are still going to have a very gray and muted tone to them and stuff but mm -hmm. 
but yeah other than that I just like getting in there with color because at the end I just want the piece to be in color you know yeah and that. Yeah, I don't and, use uh, any of those methods in my painting either yeah to tell you the truth I but don't it, it's a great I, it's I, a great I, thing to experiment with and yeah <laughs> keep it up uh question three david supakis any tips on painting text lettering and a single feather oh. so detail detail yeah. detail yeah with text and lettering it's just i just use a really fine brush and just mm. try to drink maybe a little bit less coffee that day <laughs> i was gonna say 13 espressos <laughs> which usually doesn't work out too well because by the time it. i start painting i've already normally had like three to four cups so yeah um yeah yeah just super just try to be as steady as possible and then obviously i line everything out first too whether it's done but yeah with the i mean usually always done in pencil or charcoal and one that, of the and simplest good things lighting, is, like you said yeah, good a lot of light just yeah. increase the light and, yeah. and if you in glasses, wear 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 glasses. Yeah, and I magnifiers. know Bryson pa oh, paints with the oh that that's actually a really good tip too. Would you say magnifying glass or something or, or, or yeah, magnifier yeah, of some sort. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I got to start fucking around with that when I'm doing like really fine detail and stuff. But I was talking to Bryson. He's already painting with the one, so I don't know if you can get more smaller than that. I mean, <laughs> A number one brush. I'm sure you probably can. You probably zero point one or something like that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <gasps> Four. What kind of candy do you usually give out at Halloween? We did these. I feel like we did this. Did we do this? I feel like we did. Yes. Fuck. Well, did we? Whatever. Did we release, We're doing it again. Did we release this episode? I don't know if we did. <laughs> So if we Are did we already the do these, answers? then you get it again, everybody. I don't think it's possible that we did this because we, we've done we too much the... substance in our life. <laughs> Listen, okay, I, 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 I think anything. we might have answered the the Halloween candy question before. I feel that that's what's making might me have think been a different person who has okay. Done the all right, who knows? Let's just go through. I love giving out so. candy corn. I no, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. I've not had one person come to the house yet yeah i've never had anybody they don't do it in new york they they all go to stores yeah. I, I i i what the candy i keep for myself is all the candy that i buy just in case anybody comes and i have to eat it all myself so i just keep everything it's all mine what do you what do you do the finger ones though like the finger snickers and like the yeah yeah, size yeah, ones? yeah. The tiny guys you know i like the tiny snickers a lot the yeah, tiny snickers and snickers. Uh, three, three musketeers and, um, Remember, we used to always get Snickers at fucking Second Avenue. I'd always like yeah, the big yeah, ones. I'd shit. be psyched when you come up with the super size. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a party. Of that, bro. <laughs> yeah, this will go down Some with energy. the beer. Uh, are you guys going to dress up? Uh, blah, blah, blah. The, the answer is no. And that's old hat. Get with uh, it. I, I was in Canada for that. <laughs> this is sorry. Awesome, Bryson. Thank you, homie. And I enjoyed our conversation online, man. You hear that? He enjoyed your conversation online. That was fun. We were going back and forth. I felt like I had a, I had a, I had an online pal there. Nice. It was nice. We were talking about painting methods and you know all that fun <laughs> stuff. Art. All right, Cyril. Cyril is next on our on our Q and A. Damn so, questions. The classic. Classic Cyril hitting us with 13 classic questions. thirteen, baby. 
classic. It's 13? been a, Cyril says hello. It's been a while, and this is from October 11th. So this is old. I I, I don't know if we've done this already, but I don't know honestly, either, dude. I don't think we have because if you go back to our episodes right now, I'm just going to take a quick look. We could edit this part out, but if I'm going to go back to our episodes that we've released since September. Because this is October. Uh, we did Open Studios. The one after that was Alex and Danielle. Okay. And then after that was We're Back in Back. <laughs> That's my little fun. Which, back in black, back and back. I'm trying to find a question. What month was the we're back and back? Five months ago, it says. Holy fuck, dude. We haven't been on in five months. Yeah. It's been, I don't, I don't think we've done this one. Okay. This is, so let's go. Let's Cyril with the 13 questions, you son of a bitch. It's been a while and now it's a magical time of year. <laughs> it's not. February, magical. Time to do your taxes, son of a bitch. We need to talk about spooky stuff. Bye bye. I decided to move to this frozen shithole where it is already snowing. <laughs> how he is. Yeah, it's loving Canada. Here are long awaited questions that nobody ever wanted. Yeah, you, you made them wait, and then we made them wait another four months to get to the questions. Number one, how far are each of you from Salem? Well, I'm really hard. fucking far now because I live in <laughs> New York, so I'm yeah. about four, about, at least f- closer to probably even five hours. <laughs> Growing up, I mean, though, I grew up in Massachusetts and I grew up in Newton, and that was about 20 minutes. Yeah, so, so that's about, I'm about 40, 40 minutes away from No, me. you're even closer. You're probably about, you're probably about 15 minutes away yeah, from Yeah, but so. I, got, I, got, I got to go to the bathroom first and then I get in the car and then I like... <laughs> Got to find the right CD. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Probably about 20 minutes as well. Yeah. Pretty close to Salem. Yeah. And he says, should we go there and party? No. Come here. We'll party. I got a full bar. It's all, it's much easier and I don't want to drive. It's to Salem because he wrote this in October. Yeah. I I get, I get the Hollywood, the the Hollywood, I got the Halloween feel. (laughs) Ever since Cyril got all Hollywood. Um, number two, how long do you think it will be before Amazon starts their own government? Well, since this has happened in October, it's already happened, and <laughs> it's terrible. I don't see much of a difference between no. Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Bezos, whatever the fuck yeah. his name is. No, whatever. Uh, yeah. um, number three, when um, number three. What are some of your favorite regional cuisines in America? Example, Southern barbecue, Cajun food, Fenway Park, hot dog. Okay. That's a Cajun. Yeah, Cajun's yeah. a favorite region. Like, like what, for like Southern food? Yeah, probably Or like Cajun. just a, a, a regional, like in your area. Like oh, Amer- oh, how about American, food? American, American food, like American. Yeah, American cuisine. food, cuisine. Um, <laughs> never mind. I was gonna say something stupid. <laughs> I was gonna say tacos. <laughs> tacos. <laughs> I love a good taco. 
Oh, it's not really American, well, is nice, it? Well, it is if it's on a corn tortilla. <laughs> there you go. That's very, very true. It's very, very true. <laughs> um, fish and chips. That's English, though, right? British, yeah. British, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Clam chowder? <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. There you I, go. I, I, a good go New England that. clam chowder. I'm going to stick with David on that one, and I will stick with a nice uh chowder fish yeah. chowder yeah a nice bowl of clam chowder oh got some clams in there and everything oh god uh, clam especially new clams. england too mm. extra mm. thick creamy rich yeah oh get on a hot summer's day i went to this <laughs> irish pub that was like right by the uh I was, I was i was taking my mother's friend to the uh uh the, the new england aquarium and that yeah was about a year ago whatever and that we went by this joint that was right right next to it at this Irish pub and oh my god that clam chowder was fucking phenomenal anyway mm. right by the hay market oh no oh, yeah. I'm sorry Faneuil Hall Faneuil Hall Faneuil yeah. Hall was it in Faneuil no, Hall no fuck no because <laughs> there's nothing probably good going on over there actually yeah. that's not true there's actually a lot of really good restaurants there anyway. Ed. I, I, I can't tell what's going on with you. you I know, I know. I keep, I keep, I keep, you know, confirming and denying. <laughs> yeah, it keeps, it keeps. It you safe. don't know what's what's right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm always on my toes. Right, there you go. Uh, question number four: Have you ever read about the Salton Sea? No. Would that make an interesting place for an artist retreat? Um. Uh, let's see. I think anything would be make a great. Well, maybe not anything. See, confirm and deny. But the uh, so salt and salt and treat. I mean, see. I'm gonna look at some uh, images here. Like the salt and sea. Salt and sea is a shallow saline, endoeric rift lake located directly on the San Andreas Fault, predominantly in the U.S. state of California in Coachella Valley. So. Do you, the desert. You yeah, are, that's, like, yeah like, no. Oh, I mean, yeah. Salt flats and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, of course it would be, but you know, it'd also be terribly boring. I could think of other places I'd like to go, but uh, yeah, it'd be fun. So, oh, sorry, Cyril, you're not getting very enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it looks so, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah, so bare. It looks uh, so yeah. bare. The fucking, so, so, um, I was out. I, I was out in Vegas, and, and and somebody took me out to like you know uh, out where the mountains were and or some yeah. areas and that. And they were talking about how beautiful it was and uh, and and uh, not to put Vegas down, but I was like, dude, this is so depressing. It's just like everything just looks dead. Everything mm -hmm. looks like it just reminded me of like you know when there's like a big construction site and the fucking backhoes and everything are just like digging up all the dirt and just putting them into yep. piles. Like sure. that's. The fucking entire landscape just looked like that. Just looked like a bunch of dirt piles and just brown. And I was like, I would fucking want to like hurt myself if I if I live here. <laughs> Die face first. Like you have you have gluttony and fucking just just craziness this way, and then that way you just have dirt. I don't yeah. know. So that's what Salton Seas kind of remind me of, other than the water. So Anything not 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 a retreat for Stupakis for sure. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Something yeah, seems to remind me of something that would be like over in like fucking the Middle East for some reason. That's where my head initially went. Thinking of the Dead Sea. Yeah, the Dead Sea. That's right. Anyway. Anyhow, number five. 
what was your biggest argument with each other? Oh. <laughs> you and me and you? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh Probably God. over our uh, over our two-man show, collaboration show. Yeah, I think. that's. I think that's that was the, the biggest time. blowout we probably ever had. Yeah, we really butted heads. Yeah, yeah. I think it was probably it was something about. Um, I think I was being too bossy, or I was being too. Uh, well, yeah. controlling. Yeah. I was trying. I was trying. I was. I was not not like of the show and this and that. I was. I was. I think I was nagging you too much to come over all the time, yeah. and I don't think I took into consideration how much work and effort it takes to come from Queens to Manhattan. And I always wanted you over at my place and I was being a little selfish on that end. To be fair, I bit off way more than I can chew. Cause at that same time I was working on my own solo show or my own, another two man show. Like, you know, yeah. so I was doing the mm -hmm. collaboration show with you. And then I was also still trying to finish up doing, you know, my own work for yeah. our personal work for a two man show. So, it was just a, it was a bad timing, you know. Yeah, in a uh, nutshell, it was misguided animosity. We took it out on each other because yeah. we were friends, and friends do that to each other once in a while. Then we got over it, and we're best friends. Yeah. And I will never forgive him for it to ever treat me like that again. <laughs> but the, yeah, I think the, I think the, the uh, it was just a, a, about you know just wanting to be more the center of each other's time. Time, yeah. It's just a uh, bad timing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. Nothing serious. Nothing mm -hmm. serious. Nope. Number six. Tell me another story about typo negative. I have zero. I, he said I enjoyed the last one so much. Did, <laughs> did you tell a story this. about typo negative? Maybe What's the story? time that I seen Pete Steele, he was like, uh, if it's the same story, I apologize. But we just left like a sh like we just got finished with a art show or something like that. Uh, and then like the after party was at uh Duff's remember Duff's bar yeah. or he, yeah, Duff. you know and that and it was back was at the old, old place. no no so this is the the very very first Duff's when it was in well they have the, the other ones in Brooklyn too but 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 uh it was it, it was it was the very first one in Brooklyn where they had like the outhouses this is where you had to go to the bathroom and stuff like that they literally had like you know those plastic yeah. construction outhouse things yeah. or whatever and the porta fucking pot. bar, yeah, porta potties. And the bar was tiny as fuck, mm. and that, and just just went in there to grab a drink. And Pete Steele was holding court, standing on the uh, bar, and girls mm. were like had full bottles of like fucking, you know, whiskey and shit pouring it into his mouth. He had a shirt off. It was fucking just so rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, it's like whoa. So that's the only story that I got. Other than I have none. I think I seen them when I was way in my wee days. Never seen them way back when. They weren't. Um, they weren't on my uh, yeah. my goth playlist. Yeah, yeah. They were for a short period of time. That one album, I forget what the fuck it was called. I think it's got like girl's face on it or something. They probably all do. I don't know. But uh, yeah, never a huge fan. No, they weren't part of my repertoire. No. <sighs> All right, number seven. If you choose to draw your interpretation of the picture of Dorian Gray, <gasps> what what would it look like? Mm. I mean, I'd want to do the the, you know, similar to what that. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to compare what I would try to do, but uh, I forget the famous artist who did the portrait uh, that they used. So for William the movie Blake. There. What's yeah. that? Oh yeah, William Blake. Right. Mm. Was that it? I mean, I think dude, so. 
that painting is fucking unbelievable. Just showing the deterioration and the and the and the just the true person that he was and mm. all the murdering and pillaging and yeah that 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 kind of look you know it makes me think about like when you when you take mushrooms or acid and you look at your face in the mirror and it slowly becomes oh, yeah. something completely different not you. able to capture that that darkness that that ugh, scariness anyway getting a bad taste in my mouth just talking about <laughs> it like, that would be a fun thing to do though <clears throat> that would be a fun painting to try to interpretate mm, perhaps Number eight. This question sounds familiar too. Why is there still no Gimme Babble coffee for sale? Well, because because <laughs> we we can't afford practically to buy our own coffee. I know I, exactly, exactly. I fucking go to the fucking. I was just in the grocery store the other day, and I'm like, okay, well, this bag of coffee is eleven ninety nine. This one's, you know, I might just have to go for the Dunkin' Donuts. It's only eight mm. eight eight fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he says it, it, it can have flavored names like David Brew Pacus. <laughs> there you go. I like the ring of that. Mm. Sarah, this is something that you should get on. <laughs> is and that give us ninety percent of the sales? <laughs> I think five percent. <laughs> I'll be happy. No. Number nine, my son is really into the Beatles. Mm-hmm. I've been going back and reading a lot of Beatles history again. Would you say Lennon and McCartney will go down as the greatest artistic partnership in human history, second only to Hawkbaum and Stupakis? Nice. Um, ah, God, I don't know, man. Oh, absolutely. I 100%. Think it, 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 they're definitely going to you know, go down in the books. Uh, but, you know... I mean, I, think, I, I mean, it's the same thing with Gilmore and fucking uh, Jesus Christ. Oh my God, it's funny that I can remember Gilmore's Floyd? name and yeah, yeah, Roger and, Waters. Not, and Roger Waters. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. a, you know, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, there well, were. I, I, I see. I'm biased on the on the specifics of the Beatles because I I grew up with the Beatles. I grew up as a Beatles fanatic. I used to walk around as a kid in the seventies early 70s i was born 72 so around 73 74 75 when i was able to walk or whatever however old whatever i'm getting semantics i'm not a numbers guy okay <laughs> I, used to run around the, I used to run around the house with a tape player a little t- you know handheld tape player and play the beatles only and if my parents put any other music other than the beatles on i would throw I a fit i would cry and i would freak out and throw things i was a terrible hellion but you know, only the Beatles for a period of time was allowed to play. That early stuff too is so kid, kid kind yeah, of yeah, friendly, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And, uh, um, anyway, I'm I'm a huge George Harrison fan. Mm-hmm. He's and so when it comes to like super semantics about Lenny McCartney, blah blah blah, it's like I feel like okay, you're 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 forgetting some of these other writers that uh, you know. Inspired the sound. Granted, Lennon McCartney wrote most of the so songs. Ringo's Octopus's Garden. Come yeah, on. yeah. Ringo. <laughs> He's got one song I like. <laughs> Waiting for your footsteps, going <laughs> down the hall. Waiting no. for you. like, like. No, Harrison for sure, for sure. I love. Yeah. I love Harrison. his solo work too. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Which you could tell is a lot of stuff that you know was probably written during the Beatles' time that yeah. didn't make it to the albums. Blah blah blah. Interpret. In, in in whatever. I, I say interpretations. Interpretations, okay. yeah. All right. 
And, I, I, I mean, to be fair, you couldn't have the Beatles without the other two. I mean, you know, what well, I mean? yeah, it's, sure. It's not, you know. I, but, but yes, they were they're a fantastic art artistic partnership. And yeah, I will say in human history, probably, you know, if you had to pull a few out from the last hundred years, mm-hmm. they were a really good one. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yes. <laughs> okay, number ten. Come on, get some fire under that hot bomb. Oh, God, on. I'm trying. Come I'm on, trying. I thought it's the questions. I need better questions. No, I'm kidding. Number ten. What are some songs that make you, make you fall straight back into time to a very specific moment in your life? Mm. Appetite for destruction. Boom. That's the first one that came to my head, for sure. That that, that what that whole just album. That how that album just like changed that name of a everything song for that? me. What's that? Is that no, the name no, of a song? No, Guns N' Roses' first album, Appetite for Destruction. That like album, just when I hear that album, it instantly mm-hmm. takes me right back to being that age. You yeah. know, I figure, what the fuck year it even came out? Eighties, whatever, mid eighties, late eighties, whatnot. And uh, it was, it was just, it had a huge, uh, a huge influence on me. You know. Yeah, me too. I have, I've got a few. I like when I think about certain songs which are like the, some of the first like albums like if you play freeze frame album yeah yeah jake <laughs> yeah the jake love stinks was their first album that i i think the first album that i ever bought on my own was love stinks love St- yeah and love um St- freeze frame was the um was the album i, I went crazy album. that and def leppard the um um high and, high, high and dry Oh, high and dry, yeah. yeah, dude, dude, that fucking album is like my favorite. Yeah, I fucking love that album. I, I didn't even get turned onto that album until probably like fifteen years ago or something. Like you know, because it was always Pyromania, yeah. and then I never, I was never really a big fan of that Sugar Sweet album. The uh, yeah, 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 pour some sugar on yeah, me. But yeah, yeah. The, I was never a big fan of that. But like, it was always hysteria. like hysteria. Yeah, yeah, hysteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that uh, pour some sugar, right? With, I, that I, was I that think, album. I, I, I think, I, uh, I think so. But Pyromania, fucking uh, high and dry, dude. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, it's album. a great album. It's that probably, definitely it's, takes it's me. It's my back. favorite out of theirs for sure. Yeah. There's one song. There's certain songs like that really get me. Um, is oh god, that song "So in Love" by Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Mm-hmm. Some reason that sound of that intro that really takes me back to a very specific time in in my life, as well as the Speak and Spell album from Depeche Mode and the Dead Milkman uh, Big Lizard in My Backyard. Those all take me back, probably because those are all around when I was like between the ages of ten and thirteen. And of course, these very formidable years. Yeah, yeah, and, but because they're so influential too. Of like, of, of I'm sure like Dead Milkman turned you on to like all this other, you know, punk or other kind of music that was within that genre, you know. And yeah, that, you know. Yeah, yeah, and they were the first like things that I was like. The Dead Milkman was the first album that a girlfriend played for me at her house. Yeah, and the uh, Depeche Mode Speak and Spell was one of the first. You know, uh, alternative albums that I bought mm-hmm. on record. You know, I had The Cure standing on the beach on cassette tape before that, Christian Death and Bad Brains and all the stuff that was in, in Tower Records I used to get. But as far as records, like this certain crackling, that, that feel, and that takes me back. 
yeah to that to that yeah. moment i love hearing that sound yeah yeah earth ad was another big one the misfits mm. that was God. another big like when i hear that album it's like because that was the yeah. first one that turned me on to all you know that whole genre of music you know and even there i mean their sound was I mean, so music different compared general, to all that other you know, I think that's or, why I love music so much too, because you can, you, I'm always transported. Like music constantly will do that to me. Mm-hmm. Certain ones more than others. Like if you put on Pink Floyd's Animals, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm a fucking I'm I'm like a, a child again in my parents' house. Yeah, you know where you hear the dogs barking and howling. That part yeah. I remember used to make my dogs bark when I was a kid. Listen to that. My dad would put <laughs> that on just for that part. You know. Anyway, that's that's, yes. that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of specifics or like legalize it. Uh, Peter Tosh's legalize it. That album reminds me of like hiding joints downstairs with my friends. It's, it's so funny. We both come from such a different like because I I wasn't turned on to that stuff until way later. And obviously, first it was like, uh, um, uh, Jesus Christ, Bob Marley, right? But then it was like, I mean, you turned me on to um, so that many years later, you're the one who turned me on to. Uh, who the fuck is it? Uh, uh, I'm going to edit this. Desmond Decker or was it uh, Jimmy Cliff? Jimmy Cliff, dude. Like, like, yeah. oh, my God, dude. Well, that's because so my dad good. was an enormous reggae yeah. fan, like fanatic, yeah. reggae fanatic and had so many albums of, yeah. you know, more obscure stuff like uh, Israel Vibrations and and uh, UB40, not UB40, Jesus Christ, UB40. <laughs> that um, well, I was trying, I was thinking of, um, <laughs> God, not UB40, what's the band? UFO? Uh, <laughs> is it Black Uhuru, uh, like Black Uhuru and Taxi and, and um, just- Throwing out shit I've never even heard of. Burning Spear, less well, mainstream. Well, no, yeah, mainstream than, stuff, yeah. Than Bob Marley and Peter Tosh and stuff yeah. like that. Anyway, yes, thank you for that one. That was a decent question. It's about time. Um, <laughs> number 11, I almost flew in a, in secret to Boston for the art opening house uh, and was going to just walk in casually and see how you, how long it took for you to figure out who I was. How hard would it – would you lost your minds? Oh, man. I think we oh, would have – we would have freaked out. Yeah, we would have totally fucking freaked out. I think we would have known right away. I think we would definitely would have done a double take. But like you know, he reminds me so, so much of uh, uh, the singer there of fucking Faith No More. After we talked to him, that's <laughs> so I would have been at first like, what the fuck, Mike Patton? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little bit of Mike Patton look to him. Like, but why is Mike Patton here? Wait a second. It would have been serial. it would have been double takes, but you know I would not. Oh, and then I'd be like, who's he w- Cyril? Yeah, who? he wouldn't. He wouldn't have been able to leave. We wouldn't have let him go. It would have been a hell of a time. Yeah, it would have been crazy. Uh, mm. Next time, Cereal. Ah, that reminds me, next time it's coming around the corner. And uh, this year, David, of course, you're always, always invited to mm-hmm, come. Mm-hmm. And if you, you, got, you, got, you got a guest? Uh, Eduardo Benedetto is scheduled to join. Oh, for I this got to try to make it. I got to try to make it. Yeah. Not to, you know, be- just, just for the hang. I got to try to make yeah. it. Well, come, come and hang. I mean, oh, it's, it's all for fun. the hang. It's all for the egg. That'd be so yeah. much fun. Yeah. So when is that out. again? Mm, first week in May. May May second third. Okay. You know? Yeah. It'd be it'd be great to have you. But I figured you know it's it's hard to to get here. Mm-hmm. And you're still invited. Of yeah. course. Well, it's just a train. Just gonna get the train ticket. That's it. 
Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You know? Get it early. So set the time aside, get the train ticket. As long as I'm not freaking out about cash that month, then I'm good to go. And you could probably make a few bucks while you're here. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I just want to hang. All right. Okay, number 12. If you had the opportunity to make a Faustian bargain, would you? And what would your request be? Faustian, I think he's referring to making a deal with the devil. Oh, my God. If I'm if I'm being correct. Stand behind me, demon. I'm just thinking about Faust. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna double check Faust. before uh, I mean, start I'm getting. pretty sure that's you know the story of Faust, yep. right? So, yep. Faustian. Uh, uh of relating to the character of Faust, uh blah, blah, spiritual values own material material game, packed with the devil. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if I had to um would you would you oh no i wouldn't no you wouldn't make a deal with the first of all you gotta believe in the devil but um but if i did believe in the devil and god the same thing yeah you'd have to first believe in exactly exactly um but okay let's just say if we did to semantics i wouldn't but if but it but if i had to if i had to Yes. Then, 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 you know, uh, prosper health for myself and my mm. friends and family. Mm. I'm, I'm so curious of how that would backfire in your face. Because I know exactly, exactly, because <laughs> it always does, right? Yeah, it yeah. always does. You know, if you if you have time to think about it and be like, well, life is kind of like a cruel joke, no matter what you do. So, might as well get something out of it extra which you know that that whole thing's like well if you want something extra out of life then just work for it and do it exactly never mind bargaining with the devil if you're unhappy with your situation pick yourself up by the bootstraps and get it fucking done never mind depending on some fictional character from hell to make it work you are that character from hell you are the devil yeah get it done you satanic son of a bitch yeah what you know? Could we do like world peace or something? Because <laughs> um, that's something that just can't be done, you know. Yeah, but you know what is? I I mean, yeah. Just out of curiosity to see how that could go wrong, right? Yeah. Or how about how about how about no devil? Because if there's no devil, that means that there's no God, and if there's no God, there's no religion. And what are we all killing each other over? Is religion food? And yeah, water, food, oil, water, land. Yeah, fuck mm. it. We're all fucked. <laughs> yeah, make a deal. Just uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody make a deal. <laughs> I just just make me rich and powerful. That's all I want. Thank you. Uh, number thirteen. <laughs> can you draw? Can you draw the Paw Patrol? I don't. I don't know. Like a lot of the... these, I'm just not understanding. Seriously, there's some. Yeah, I think you're spending a little too much time snowed in in Canada. I know. Paw Patrol. Is it some sort of cartoon? Paw Patrol toys. Yeah, see, he's got kids. You know, have children. <laughs> I, I gotta look at that. Yeah, he must be watching this with his kid or something Hold like on. that. It's just cartoony shit. It looks like a Disney Toy Story-ish. Uh, they oh, yeah, Paw I would totally be drawing this back in the day if I was a kid. Yeah. Can, I'm drawing can this draw- stuff just like I was drawing He-Man or G.I. Joe's and stuff. 
All right. Well, this this is coming from somebody who obviously has children. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I voluntarily have uh, gone against the idea of having kids, so this sort of stuff is (laughs) out of my out of my wheelhouse. You and me both, my friend. You and me both. I don't know. Well, Cyril, that's it. That's uh, Cyril's thirteen questions. Thirteen questions from Cyril. Cyril, we missed you. Yeah, so much. Thank, thank you for sticking with us. If you're yeah. out there, sitting five months later, <laughs> or six months by the time, who the fuck knows when you? Well, October. So I don't even know. I cannot believe we haven't had an episode in five fucking months. I know that's bad. Yeah. Wow. Well, we've been busy. We did so I much know. on our minds, and you know, it sometimes takes a little bit of you know pushback, pushing, closing the doors off, processing stuff. Go, getting through stuff to, uh, to 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 be able to talk about it, and plus, you know, uh, being away physically. Yeah, you know, between yeah, I mean, November, you were you were away. I was away. I was away a couple yeah. times. You know, and mm-hmm. it's just and that. and also again, uh, you know, we, I honestly was not in the headspace for quite a while there either. Yeah, you know? a lot of things happened that yeah. caused us to need to step back. And uh, yeah, now we're ready to start spitting shit out again. So let's uh, let's figure out a way to, to motivate each other yeah. to keep this going. Yeah, let's, least, let's hope you know. I'm gonna be feeling good next week when it comes time to record. No, well, I'm going. I'm going to. I'm gonna go to the museum this week. Yes. Oh, yeah. <gasps> we, we so, have to have a pre, not not a pre uh, afterward. A post. A, let's have a, a post museum conversation. conversation. That'd be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to definitely go Monday? Because I'll try to definitely go Monday, too. I will do it if you say so. Okay. All right. I will go on Monday. Well, that's actually not tomorrow, but the day. Well, today's Saturday, right? Today's yeah. Saturday. It's in two days. Two days. The museums are open on Monday, right? Yeah. Actually, the Museum of Fine Arts is open every single day. You know what? The Met might. I think they're closed Wednesday. Wednesdays? Mondays or Wednesdays. I don't Met. remember. Met hours. Well, I gotta, yeah, this was the first one that came up. Is the Met open on Mondays? Yep, ten, ten to ten a.m. to five thirty. Cool. There you go. All right, so let's try that. Let's yeah. see what happens. We'll we'll touch base again on Sunday to see if one of us is like uh, contracted uh, SARS or something. And we can't go. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. And let's see about a post museum conversation. I love it. I love it. The, Take a trip through the museum, see what inspires you, see if it sparks any ideas or thoughts of conversation. And uh, mm-hmm. I, this is going to be my first time at the Museum of Fine Arts in over 20 years. Yeah, if I was going to the MFA, it would be the same, probably. It's crazy. It's probably been, so been there since like 95. Yeah, me me too. 95, I, I, I was there in 95 because I graduated and the ceremony is held at the museum. And that was the last time I was in the museum. The last time I was there was the, the was the uh, Picasso retrospective, and that was fucking amazing. Mm. amazing. Sounds good. So good. All right. Well, thank there you, everybody. Um, Thanks for you know. There. <laughs> holding in. Uh, hopefully, we still got a few you guys out there that are still listening. <laughs> so that or uh, listening, and um, we'll be uh, putting another show up for you soon. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> As long as we don't, you know, 
I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. You sound yeah. like you feel good. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm in a shitty mood. So this is good. This is good testament that yeah. this is still possible, even yeah. when first is among, among yeah. us. Yeah. Well, David, I just love seeing your face. Me too. And and really do you really do reinvigorate me mm-hmm. and. and feeling a lot better so thank you for you that. always inspire me brother you always inspire me like uh, to hear to having that conversation about your latest work like got me all amped up and you know it gets me excited you know well, let's so, get to work yeah let's do it all right guys till let's next time thank you yes stay, stay tuned check us out write us some questions at gimmebabble at gmail.com for any q a or anything else you want to say to us uh, or ideas for us to do shows so that we don't take such lapses. Sometimes we just can't think of anything. <gasps> Excuse me. I am so full of gas. <laughs> All right. Love you. Thanks. <laughs> we love you. Next time. Bye.